Welcome to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. On today's episode, we have the full cast finally meeting. Havel, Melora, and Cather finish making their way to the city of Athala, and meanwhile, Edward, Renaya, and Tarak find themselves facing a formidable wooden adversary. All this and more on today's episode of the Paper Dungeon. Um, welcome to the very first episode of the Paper Dungeon. We are so excited uh, to finally be here. It's been um, quite a long journey, quite a long journey trying to get here. A lot of prep, a lot of uh, people that we've worked with. Um, and so we're super excited to finally be here and getting to do our first stream. Not, I shouldn't say our first stream, but the first episode of the Paper Dungeon with all seven of us and everybody here. Um, before we get too far into it, we do want to go ahead and start thanking people um, that helped us get to this point. So we'll start with Aaron. Um, if he wants to go ahead and do that. Uh, yeah, sure thing. Uh, the first person that we'd uh, like to thank is, uh, we know them as Pocket Chicken. You can find them as at Pocket Spectre on Twitter. Uh, yeah. They're the uh, the person that did all of our art, all of our incredible um, portraits for so our characters. Good. Oh my gosh. Uh, they were super incredible working with us. Um, they even sped up our art a little bit just to make sure that we would uh, be there in time for our first, like when we needed it and all that. Um, check them out. Uh, give them money. I recommend it. It's great. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Uh, someone else that we want to thank is Tactical Lion Designs. Those are the guys that we uh, worked with to do all of our overlays and make this beautiful, gorgeous maroon and gold overlay. It's so much better than what we could have tried to come up with on our own. And they did an amazing job of making it very customizable for us to kind of adapt and evolve as we go, which is super, super nice of them and super friendly. Um, and they did an excellent job of responding quickly and everything like that. So definitely go check out Tactical Line Designs. If you guys are looking to start your own stream or anything like that, um, definitely great people to work with. Um, also, uh, Aaron and I want to thank the rest of our cast. Uh, this cast is kind of amazing and they uh, allowed this to become so much more than anything that we could have made it just ourselves. Lydia does an amazing job with all the graphic designs and basically anything that you can see that's pretty, she probably did. Um, she came up with our logo and um, everything like that. She's an amazing job. Hannah has educated us so much on what it takes to make a stream look good and, and run well. Um, and she edits our podcast and the audio and she figures everything out. And she's one of our go-to people for whenever something needs to get done. Um, you know, and then Grant and Drew have been working so tirelessly. Um, it's super, super hard to create our theme song um, and just make a lot of the audio background music. Um, they do an amazing job along with Drew managing the stream and running the stream as he's playing because he's just that talented, um, which is super amazing. Um, and then Ryan does all of our voiceover <laughs> stuff um, in the intro. That's him. All of our reviews will be him. All of our... Um, all of our summaries will be done by him. And so super, super amazing. This cast is by far way more than we deserve to make it um, or deserve to have. And we're so thankful for all of them, along with everyone else that's helped us pocket chicken impact to Lion Zions. Um, so we're super, super thankful to have everybody here and super thankful to the fans that are already here and the people that are already following along. We love doing this for you guys. And we're super excited that you guys are here with us, especially right now as we start out on what's hopefully going to be a pretty long journey. And so um, we look forward to you guys sticking with us and we look forward to making this content for you guys. Um, yeah. Awesome. Do you use, does anybody else have something that they want to say before we get started? Um, before anything goes on? Um. Cool. I mean, I think I'm all good. I'm just I'm excited to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, go for I it, can Grant. say something. 
Um, yeah, hi, <laughs> I play Edward on the cast. <laughs> um, no, but, um, yeah, for a long time now, ever since probably March, th- we've had this idea in the stream, and we've been working really hard for a long time, so thanks to Hannah and Lydia for coming on the cast with all of us <laughs> bozos who have played together for years, and absolutely, and, uh, yeah, we've worked very hard for a long time, and I can't believe that it's finally time 100%. to start, uh, so we're all, I think I speak for everyone to say we're all a little nervous, yeah. and all very excited. Anything else? Just maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe a lot of nervous. Uh... <laughs> What one point that I sh- I feel I should make as the as the tech guy? Uh, if you guys are interested and haven't watched any of these solo or group shots, most of those can be found on Podbean. Uh, right now on Twitch, we uh, have most everything yeah. up or YouTube. They're so also on up. our website www.thepaperdungeon.com. Yeah, shameless self plugs. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Yeah. Well, if nobody else has anything that they want to say. Let's go ahead and get started with the very first episode of The Paper Dungeon. <laughs> Welcome to Nicomuros, a world full of sprawling cities and dark secrets. In the wake of the trial, a divine act of righteous judgment, the world has been launched into an era of rebirth. But there are those who still lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us across the continent of Talyra, from the deserts of Elon Ryan to the fields of Rivaluna. Deep in the Bloom Rose Ocean and high above the Alasar Mountains, our story will see our adventurers through glory, fear, and fortune as they make their way through the Paper Dungeon. So, our story starts in a couple places. Our protagonists have been making their way through uh, this country of Talyra to the continent, or not that continent, the country of Ocleron, um, specifically into the capital city of Athala. They've been making their way there. Um, we will start just north of that in the forests of Vianola, as Melora, Havel, and Cather have been taking refuge in a pretty shallow cave as they waited out a pretty nasty storm. As you guys awaken um, after taking your different watches and taking your different shifts, um, you look out past the cave and can see um, debris, you can see fallen timber, there's leaves everywhere, there's dirt everywhere, Um, there's quite a bit of random twigs and just little things, little pieces of the forest that um, are uh, scattered about. Um, and as you wake up, it is a cool, crisp morning, the dew, the grass is still wet between the storm and the dew, and, um, and you guys awake to a nice, fresh morning. I'm going to double check and make sure that everything is still in place, including my coin purses. Uh, yeah, you go in, you look through, um, and all of your stuff is still there. I'm going to make sure that Ginger is still with me. Yep, Ginger's still there. 
uh, nestled into uh, your pocket as she normally is. I'm going to rustle and kind of rustle her awake and just kind of make sure that she knows I'm about to get up. I'm going to say, all right, we should get moving. <sighs> so early. Well, well, we have a long ways to go. Aye, we do. We should get started. <sighs> I suppose. I uh, creak my old bones <laughs> and get up. <laughs> I put oh. um, my arrows on my back and I get All just right. my pack ready to go. Yeah, as as Melora is throwing this uh, this uh, quiver with all of her arrows over the gold filigree on the top of it, just ever so catches the light and glimmers for just a moment. Uh, Cather and how will you notice? Um, what what does it look like exactly? Um, it's probably about three feet long, um, kind of a, a dark green, um, almost smooth. Uh, material that it's made out of with um, gold filigree up towards the top opening of it that kind of comes out into a little horn. Okay. Um, quite uh, quite an interesting uh, instrument you got there. Aye. <laughs> Is there a story behind it? or? I just... found it in the cave, actually. Ah, yes. Taking um, it looks weapons. Much... <laughs> I it looked much better than my old one. It was just brown and leaves weaved together, so I quite like the look of it. Well, taking weaponry from a place that burned an ancient book isn't necessarily the brightest idea, but I'm they not going to They are my own weapons, thank you very much. It's just the quiver that holds them. Sure. <laughs> Sketched it. <laughs> well, if you two are done bantering, I think we can get, start going. Um, perfectly fine. Let's go then. Alrighty then, and I start leading the way. Perfect. You begin heading back towards the road that you guys left um, in order to find this cave, um, at which point you can see that the road is pretty washed through. Um, it looks like there was a pretty decent amount of water that came down um, in the last night. And so um, you can see there's ruts along the side of it that have been formed. Um, it seems like there have been a, one or two people that either were traveling through the storm or have already gotten an even, an even earlier morning than you guys. As you can see, that there's cart tracks going through um, the mud just ever so um, ever so deep. Uh, but as you guys begin making your way through, it is dry enough that you're not picking up too much mud on your boots, so it's not like getting exhausting to be walking through. Mm -hmm. um, but you guys begin making your way through um, and traveling along this road. After a little while, probably about half a day, um, the forest line breaks and you guys come across a field that's probably about a hundred yards or so before um, you can see the northern side of the Looning Kona Mountains um, rising up ahead of you. As you look forward, you can see that there are two paths. There's one path that verges off to your right, which is out west. Um, and then there's another path that keeps going basically straight into the mountains. And if I remember correctly, the one that goes straight is the faster one, but the not so safe. And the one that goes to the left is the one that goes around the pass that is exactly. takes longer, but it's supposedly more safe. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Going straight would take you through the um, Ocleron Pass, which is not a protected road as compared to the other roads. And so there's a lot of opportunity for um, potential thievery or monsters or anything like that to be along that road versus um, going west, at which point that is a little bit more of a uh, maintained and protected road that goes around the mountains. All right, I'm going to stop and I'm going to tell them that. And I'm going to kind of say that if 
you're scared, I suppose we could take the longer route and go around, but I feel perfectly fine going through straight. I don't know about you, sweetheart, but I think I want to get to Athala as fast as possible. I so. mean, I could do without going altogether, but considering I have no choice, I would like to get there fast. What do you think about, uh, think about it, Cather? Do you want to continue through the pass, or do you want to go around the mountain? Well, I know personally, it doesn't make a big difference as far as I know, but if you have a schedule, Hevel, then perhaps we can go straight through. No, no, no schedule. I just, uh, I'd like to get myself out of the forest as soon as possible, don't you think? Didn't see why, but <laughs> I understand. And I'd like to look at Cather and kind of say, can you at least try not to get yourself killed this time? I'm getting mighty tired of saving you. I'll do my best. Right then, weapons at the ready, come on then. Very well. Yeah. As, as the sword comes out. As the bull comes out, Aster. I don't even pull out my weapon. <laughs> nice. 100%. So you guys go ahead and begin making your way towards the, uh, the Lunenkona Mountains. Um, as you're going through the field, you can see that it's a, a fairly decent sized field going out across on the way, traveling from, um, it expands past your vision um, as the forest line kind of curves around and connects with the mountain, it seems like. Um, so you guys, begin making your way through, it doesn't take long to travel through the through the field before you begin to ascend uphill into um, a little bit more of a rockier uh, type of road uh, with fewer plants. Uh, and as you're going through the pass, you guys can begin to feel a sense of not necessarily danger, but the immediate both security of having the mountains on either side of you uh, to restrict your past or restrict the amount of exposure you have, but also this sense of uh, loneliness and um, singularity as you can are the only people that you can see and the only living things that you can see um, aside from the small plants that surround you um, as far as you go the, uh, uh, yes sir really fast um so i'm on the hind end of the pack yeah um i as soon as we reach and start actually heading into the pass i'm going to remove the coins from the hooks on my ears the earrings okay um as well as the necklace and I'm going to shove them into my boot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 100%. You definitely do that. Okay. I'm going to kind of shelter Ginger further into my pocket because the loneliness may not bother me so much because I'm quite used to it, um, to be honest with you, but not being in the forest could be a little shocking for her, so I'm just going to kind of like cover her face, so to speak. Unless she wants to come out and be on my shoulder, then I'll let her, but if just kind of shelter her a little bit. Yeah, you, you go to shelter her and she actually kind of puts her paws up on the lip of your pocket and keeps her head out um, with a look of almost curiosity as she's in a new environment and is wanting to kind of see what's about um, and what's going on. Alright, uh, I, I scratch her behind her ears and I keep walking. Yeah, awesome. Uh, as you guys are walking, I would like one of you guys to roll a d4 for me. Hannah? I can do it. <laughs> I don't trust myself. Same. That's a three. It's a three? I... Fantastic. Terrible. I'm all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are walking along. 
and going through the pass, it's been a couple hours now, you're feeling a little bit more relaxed as nothing's happened as you went in and you've begun to kind of enjoy a different type of beauty in the scenery where it's much more of a mountainous, rugged type of beauty where it's amazing to see what little bit of life can form out of such a, a, a hostile and rugged terrain. Um, and as you're going in the a little ways ahead of you, just as the pass kind of curves around, you can hear a faint rumble and as you look up, you can see what is um, a few small rocks falling before an entire rock slide goes sliding down the mountain in front of you guys. Not anywhere near you guys at the moment, but you watch as it goes down and around the corner um, for just a little bit, probably about five minutes of these rocks falling. And as you guys uh, continue to approach and come around the corner, you can see that this massive rock slide has um, completely covered the road and blocked your path. Does it look like I could climb over it? Uh, yeah, probably. I know you're not much of a climber, Cather, but if you're comfortable, I wouldn't mind just climbing over the rocks. I just start making my way over to the boulders. Yeah. <laughs> How tall are they? Uh, there are a variety of sizes. There's um, anything from, you know, something that you can hold between your two hands all the way to something that's 15 feet in diameter. Um, but as you kind of look up it, you think that you might see a uh, kind of a path that you can go kind of scramble up and over. Okay. Um, when I'm looking at the mountain, does it look like the rock slide is over or like there could be more? Uh, go ahead and roll a survival check for me. Also DM real fast yes. and while this is going on. Um, I'm actively looking at our surroundings, making sure that nothing's following or watching us, by the way. Okay. Go ahead and roll a, um... Uh, why are you kind of think of it? Perception. A, yes, thank you. That's the word. Thank you. I was thinking investigation, but I knew that was it. Awesome. What did you get, Hannah? A 14. Okay. Um, it looks like things are beginning to settle. Um, it doesn't look like there's anything massively out of place that could be teetering on the edge of falling at the moment. So you think that it's probably over? All right. If I see sure. Catheter kind of looking at the path, I just start making my way over there as well. Okay. What did you get, Ryan? I can see everything. An 11. <laughs> I got an 11. Nice. <laughs> yeah, at the moment you don't see any uh, impending danger. Incredible. <laughs> awesome. What are you going to say, Drew? Um, well, Melora, it seems like there is at least some way to get past these, and I'll start making my way up and scrambling. Well, lead the way, I suppose. Okay. Drew, go ahead and roll an athletics check for me. Will do, Mr. DM, sir. As I cry inside. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. <laughs> Let's hope for the best here. What'd you A get? 13. 13? Okay. okay, okay. Yeah, so you start making your way up these boulders and... It's some pretty decent scrambling, some, you know, hardcore fourth class, maybe edging on the verge of fifth class scrambling. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> great for you. Um, but you begin making your way up and it, it's pretty difficult. You know, the looser gravel is slipping beneath your feet. You're not feeling pretty confident. Ah, dude, it's so um, chossy, bro. It's so chossy. <laughs> um, but you begin making your way through and you manage to get uh, to the top. And then you look back and you see Melora beginning to make her way, a little annoyed at the, the pebbles and dirt that's falling on her. Uh, Melora, go ahead and make an athletic check for me. Alright. 
I, that's a 16. Yeah, even better. Now that you've kind of seen the path that he's gone up, you're, you're pretty confident that you um, know where he probably could have gone that might have been a little bit better, um, and you, you kind of know what to look out for. So you begin making your way up, and it, it's a lot smoother, it's much less sketchy, and you make your way up to the top, um, meeting Cather there at the top. When I get to the top, I start being a little overdramatic with the way that I pick the pebbles out of my hair. <laughs> um, DM, sir. Yes, sir. Uh... Is there any way that I could uh, sweet flips my way up this, or is it very much like a, a, a strong, strong boy? Is it very much a strong boy activity? Is this very athletics? Um, I would. Sure, go for it. Roll an acrobatics check. Oh God! But please describe to me how you're doing this. So it's like fourth, fifth, last scramble. I think I'm just gonna yeah, get yeah. a running start and try to like pick out like okay. the divots in the rock that yeah, are yeah, like. Okay much more grounded than the Perfect. other ones like kind of noticing where um they kind of slipped yeah i'll try not to aim for those spots <laughs> okay go go for it roll, roll an acrobatic check um that is a uh 21 oh wow yeah so where cather began making his way up and being one clad in heavy armor was slipping and sliding and you know, going first, figuring out the beta. <laughs> then Melora came back, and she then knew the beta, so she was moving her way up and, and managed to figure out all the little inconsistencies. You, having seen it twice and being one who's fairly nimble on his feet, look at it and gave yourself a little bit of a running start between almost ninja-esque. You just began, like, bouncing between the boulders going back up, and it took you about three seconds to make your way up this as you uh, book your way up there. As soon as I land, I go, whew. A lot of hard work that we're doing right now. <clears throat> well, it seems like you're quite quite agile. Aye. Yeah. I'm still picking the pebbles out of my hair, by the way. <laughs> work smarter, not harder, yeah? Well, you just work forward. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Beautiful. Uh, I'll have you guys make one group check to make your way down without causing a slide again. Who would like to do that? Oh, I already rolled. Okay, roll with it. Roll with advantage. <laughs> uh, uh, are we going for are we going for high or low numbers here? <laughs> um, what I add? Just I just roll. Uh, athletics. Oh, okay. All right, that's an eighteen. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Uh, you guys having gotten up there and then kind of work together to spy it out a little bit. You guys make your way down without uh, really having any problems. Um. Uh, merging on the other side of the Ocleron Pass. Not on nice. the other side of the pass, but on the other side of this uh, rock slide. Alright, now when I'm on this side, can I make a similar check to see if it looks like it's safe to walk through if another rock slide is coming? Uh, down the mountain, or does it look like this? Like straight ahead, does it look been... like, okay. if I'm looking at the top of the mountains, does it look like there are rocks and boulders that could fall, or does it look kind of flat in that sense? Yeah, roll another survival check for me. That's not very good. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> okay. Um, this way it's a little bit harder to read. Mm. Um, it seems like this side wasn't quite as much a part of it. Uh, the mountains going forward wasn't quite as much as part of it. So you can see that there's a couple things that look like they're, they could be on the verge. A couple of things that have begun to shift a little bit. Um, but it also doesn't seem like there's necessarily anything that's triggering a slide at the moment. Everything right. seems to be stable. So you're not 100% sure. Um, but at the moment, there's nothing happening. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to say, just be careful and watch your step. I think it's safe, but again, this is not really my forte. I live in the forest. 
and I walk forward and I get my bow ready again. I'm Go. sure it would be fine. Awesome. Yep. Keep moving forward. Fantastic. As you guys keep moving forward, you make your way through the rest of the day um, and begin to uh, feel the chill as the night comes in. Um, here up in the mountains, you can tell that you're at a little bit of a higher elevation as you have basically been going uphill this whole time. Not at a steep elevation or a steep elevation gain by any means, um, but you have been making your way uphill. Um, and so it's just a little bit more chilly as the night sets in. Um, as you're looking forward, you can see that there is one little kind of outcropping that seems to be a common place that people camp. Um, something that's kind of been uh, smoothed out and it's not quite as uncomfortable looking um, that you guys can see. All right, um, I pointed out and I say, well, it's getting dark, so maybe we should camp. Isn't this place known for bandits? I mean, I suppose, but... Do you think being out in the open is the wisest way to go about it? Do you have a better idea and a better place? I'd be happy to hear it. Take a look around. Is there anything that I see, DM? Roll a perception check. I knew what it was that time. I'm very <laughs> trash at this. Oh, that's not bad, actually. 17? Okay. Yeah, you're looking about and, it, you know, there are deviations in the rock. It doesn't seem like there's any big cave. Um, it does look like there might be one or two spots a little bit higher up that might be, you know, fairly flat and a place that you guys could camp that's a little bit further off the road. Um, so there's that, but it doesn't look like there's any specific hidey hole. Not, not, nothing that's like obviously out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, 100%. Okay, yeah. okay. Um... Never mind, I guess we could sleep here, that's fine. <laughs> we can sleep in watches. I'll take the first watch if you're so worried about your money. I am not worried about my money, I'm worried about our lives, but you know. <laughs> to each their own. I suppose. Chakra, Cather actually chuckles to that. I'll take the first watch. Awesome. Wonderful. So you guys, uh, get your camp set up, begin to get a little bit of a fire going. Um, and then Melora begins to prepare for her first watch. Is there anything else that you guys are gonna do before you go to bed? Mm. I'm going to take um, my rations out and I'm going to give a couple of nuts to Ginger. Oh. And for myself as well, but I'll let Ginger yeah. take first pick. Yeah, she takes one or two and begins nomming on them um, before you have access or have at it with the rest. Um, okay. As this is happening, the sun is just cresting past the mountains and it gets much darker much quicker now that the sun is um, beyond the horizon for you guys do i get the feeling that if you're walking around the pass you could see our fire um the nice thing about this spot is it's kind of around a bend and so you can't see too far ahead and you can't see too far back as it just kind of gets cut out of view by the mountains and so it would take someone traveling through the night along the path to see you um, it's not like someone off in the distance could see you a mile away and be like, okay, we're going to go, uh, check that out. Um, All right. be someone that was already on the path looking. I'll let it die out naturally, um, but I'm not going to put it out purposefully. Okay, perfect. Yeah. R really quick uh, DM. Go for it. Um, before we go to sleep, so mm -hmm. I'm actually going to take, um, I, okay, you know what, sure, why not, let's see how this goes. Uh, I am going to approach Melora. Okay. <laughs> Cautiously. Um, <laughs> Smart. That's wise. Smart choice. Uh, Mal Melora, do, do you think I could borrow something from you? 
I, what do you need? Um, just one of your arrows. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to set an alarm system for us so that way we don't get caught with our pants down. Here you go. I take the arrow and I go to uh, around the bend again. Um, I'm going to take some of the string and there it's a boulder field, right? There are like r- rocks pretty close together. Is there something I can like wedge the arrow to? Uh, yeah, you could definitely make sure something. Okay, so I'm going to wedge the, I'm going to attach a small bell to the arrow. I'm going to wedge the arrow in between some rocks loosely and then t- run the string to the arrow, like attaching it to like the arrowhead and run the string across very low yeah. um, and create a trip wire so that way if someone were to set it off, we'd hear the bell, the arrow would okay. get pulled and we'd hear the bell. Yeah, okay, perfect. Okay. All right. Sweet. And on my watch, um, I know we're surrounded by large wa- rocks, but are there any small ones that I could pen- potentially shape into arrowheads? Uh, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Oh, she's going real primitive. Aye. <laughs> She, she uses all of her resources. Uh, that's an 18. Oh, yeah. You find several pieces. Um, a lot of it is actually flint, which works out well for making Great. arrowheads. And so, yeah, you managed to find three or four um, smaller pieces of flint that you think would make good arrowheads. So on my watch, obviously, I'm looking around, but I'm also shaping them um, to a point um, to make arrowheads. Perfect. Yeah, definitely. Anything else that you guys are going to do before you go to bed, Cather or uh, Havel? Um, no, I set up the trap and then I, um... Uh, Who's I, uh, taking second watch? I need to sleep too. <laughs> oh, I can. Thank you, Cather. Awesome. With that, Cather and Havel go to bed. Uh, Melora, would you go ahead and roll a perception check for me? Aye. And hope we don't all die. 24. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, super, super red. Uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you go throughout the night, um, your first four hours or so uh, as you guys go through um, seem to go by without anything that you notice. Um, you make good progress on a couple of the um, arrowheads going through and getting a couple of them finished. Um, and as you can tell the fourth hour is coming in, you begin to get fairly tired. Uh, you know, it's time to switch out watches. All right, um, I'm going to make a final look around, make sure that I really didn't see anything, and then I'm going to go nudge Catherine awake. Maybe a little oh. more, um, not so gentle um, as I could be, but um, I'm going to kind of start at his foot and just kind of use my leg and like <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh. Um, I'd like to go to bed, please. All right, all right, I got this. As I sit. Like, take out my sword and use it to prop myself up. Awesome. Now, take a look around. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. As my lord goes to bed, go ahead and roll a perception check. While he's doing that, is there anything you want to do before you fall asleep, Melora? Um, I'm going to make sure that my stuff is secure in my bag. I'm going to put the arrowheads that I made um, in my bag when I find extra sticks to attach them to. Then I'll do that then. And I'm just going to um, offer to Ginger both my shoulder or my lap. I mean, this is not a place I like to sleep usually, so I'm going to kind of prop myself up against the wall um, as if I'm sleeping in a tree. Yeah. And I'm going to tell Ginger, I'm going to say it now, I know you like to sleep with Cather. If you're going to do it, please tell me first so I don't freak out like last time. Uh, at the moment, she 
go, she goes from your shoulder down um, to your lap and curls down in your lap. Good girl. <laughs> Perfect. What'd you get in your perception check, Drew? 21. 21? Yeah. You're going through. Um... Perfect. You're going through and you uh, stick about your night um, debating different things, thinking about um, many of the reasons that you're here and why you've been traveling, um, the new situation that you're in with these sometimes challenging people to be around. Yeah. Um, and really, really, really just one challenging person <laughs> <laughs> and you go through and before you realize it you can see the dawn beginning to rise over the edge of the horizon it begins to heat up just a little bit as it was fairly chilly and morning arrives nice alright well um, yeah, I'll just kind of sit up and stretch out for a moment as I've probably been sitting still for a long time now. <laughs> and and I will go over to Havel first. <laughs> and I'll just I'll just kind of I'll just kind of lean down and just uh, just kind of shake his shoulder loosely. It's like, hey, Havel, it's time for us to but, get going again. By the veil, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I. Uh, uh, are you alright? Uh, sorry, I was having the strangest dream. I was... I was... I, I had... These... There were pe- these people... I... I like to start looking around. Havel just like glances around, looks at you and goes, By the gods, it's real. <laughs> right. So I'm going to go, I'm going to wake up Mother Bear now, yep, so be yep. careful. Okay, One, wonderful. Yep. Uh, and I will make my way over um, and and lightly pet Ginger just a little bit and, and then and, and tap Melora just, just on, the si- on the side of her arm. I'm going to instinctively go to twist his arm without knowing. <laughs> <laughs> going to instinctively go to like restrain him because I think I'm being attacked and then I'm going uh-huh. to see who it is and I'm going to say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that was my bad. I'm gonna start getting up. It's alright. It's alright. We're in a dangerous place. It's okay to be in the defense. As you begin to get up, Ginger, um, before you quite can sit up, she jumps off your lap and then goes scuttles up Cather's boot and sits on his shoulder. I try not to be offended by that. Yeah! The squirrel likes me too! And I take that in for a second and I'm like, hmm. I, I, I look down and and f- from from my pack uh, my rations i just take off a small little nibble of, of some of my rations and and offer it to her she takes it and begins munching into it her cheeks filling very quickly All i right, start well, getting up and i look at ginger i look at ginger and i'm gonna say are you traveling on his shoulder all day today she keeps nomming <laughs> <laughs> all right then and i start walking out perfect I don't follow. I'm going to go pick up my tripwire. <laughs> yeah, nice. You now? Now wait. Now was the was the tripwire in front of us or behind us? Behind us. It was behind <laughs> us. Um, just just Melora and Catherine are walking just, like, just I, all over. I go recover. I double check my coin purse while I'm out of sight from them. Um, and I reach into my boot. Are the coins still there? Coins are still there. Okay. Um, I recover the tripwire, and I 
yeah, no, okay, I'm going to, yeah, I just go back. Um, Melora? I. I toss her the arrow, catch. Thank you kindly. <laughs> I catch it and I put it back into my quiver. Well then, guess we have a long ways to go. I suppose we do. Alright, yep, yep, come on. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm not, I don't know what you mean. And I just continue walking. <laughs> start walking um you keep making your way through the pass um and it continues uphill for a good little while before eventually um you get to be uh, you come around this bend and around another bend going right and then left cresting quite a steep hill the steepest hill that you guys have gotten up uh, and as you crest that hill you can see the mountains kind of open up just a little bit. You still have quite a good ways of downhill travel to go, but you can open up the mountains and in front of you, you can see uh, this vast plain. Um, off to your right, there is um, several fields that look like they have been tilled and farmed um, with a variety of different vegetables. You can see corn and soybeans. It looks like a lot of low growing plants, um, possibly potatoes or zucchini, um, a variety of different um, vegetables and um, you can even see there's um, a little small vineyard off the very far on the very far right side before um, it gets cut off by the mountain view um, and you look down and you can see this winding path probably another 17 miles or so that you have to go um, before it comes around and the path splits and there's one part that goes out right which is um, west for you guys and then another path that continues through the farmland out into the horizon um, now do i know after this point which path is the fastest is it still the straight one or is this a little different and i haven't made it this far over or known about it so you've never really gone past the ocleron pass really never really even leaving vanola vianola right uh, and so you're not entirely sure, but you'd have heard stories of Athala, the city in the mountain. Um, mm. And you can see this road that after the 17 or so miles down the down the path, you can see the road that continues straight goes off into the horizon versus the road that goes out right. You, it cuts off um, because of the mountain. So you could uh, probably assume that that way is going towards Athala. Oh, right. Yes, Ryan. I was just going to say, um, if we're at all lost, I do. if I do remember correctly, I have a map. So, yeah, oh. I... All right. Now, does it look like there are people working the fields? Uh, it's kind of hard to tell. They're all really, really small. Mm. Um, but you can see one or two, uh, not one or two, but several dots um, around. You can see that there's what looks like little playhouses um, basically on the corner of each of these lots. Um, some of them much larger, some of them much smaller, some of them very rectangular, stuff like that. A large variety of different colors and shapes and sizes um, to this farmland. Um, and you can see just a few people either tilling a field, not tilling a field, but like harvesting some of the food um, or going through. Like I've said before, it is getting to be point of fall where the harvest is beginning to be brought in. So they're going through and uh, maintaining their crops and checking them for uh, when the harvest could be. All right. I yeah. kind of adjust my quiver. I'm like, great, more people. And I say, <laughs> all right, we've got a little bit longer to go and then we'll be in your precious city. What's the distance to Athala, roughly? To Athala? Uh, from from checking from checking the fork um, mm -hmm. on my map and kind of using the legend I assume that my map has, um, yeah. how far away is Othala from where we're at? 
from where you're at as you're about halfway through the Ocleron Pass, it looks like uh, you probably have, oh, probably about 18 miles to go. Oh, so technically could do that in the day if we really wanted to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we wanted to. I... Well, I was just going to ask if we have a long travel or any of you hungry. You know, what did you have in mind? Well, we could probably stop by one of these houses. I'm pretty persuasive. Figure out if they'd be willing to, in exchange for something, um, provide some food. I'm running low on rations myself. Looking ahead, I don't know if I explained this well, the 17 miles you have to go are still through the mountains. You're only about halfway through the pass, and then right at the end of those 17 miles is where that fork is. And if you continue oh, straight, is where all that okay. farmland is in front of the mountains. I and then that you fork. At the farmland. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I should have explained that better. Yeah, That's you still have a, a good ways to go through the pass. Well, never mind then. I'm speaking out of my ass. Let's continue. <laughs> all right. Yeah, perfect. You guys begin. Making your way downhill, yes, Drew. Uh, I was just gonna say, as I think at this point, Cather would be the the in the back of the group, uh, likely with sure Havel. That. Well, if <laughs> Havel ha- if Havel has the map, I'm sure he's leading. Are I'm you sure, sure about, about that? that? <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of where Cather is at this point, who knows? I don't clearly. <laughs> um, could I could I make sure to keep an eye out behind us though? Mm. Oh, yeah. As, just uh, as we travel. What's your passive perception? No, so passive? 13. Yeah. 13? Okay, great. I passed okay. the map. Oh, I was just going to say I passed the map off to Melora, and I go, you know how to read, don't you? I, I do. Wonderful. And I start leading, but as I'm looking, I'm not so much, like, map in my face, relying on it. It's more like a reference every now and again, and I'm also kind of making sure to look around that I don't see anyone else approaching us, and my passive is 16. Oh, perfect. Yeah, uh, it's pretty easy to follow the map as there's really only one path that you can go on for the next several miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's pretty easy. You figure, out, you figure that you're about halfway through the Ocleron Pass. And so um, you kind of know where you're at and where you're going. It makes it pretty easy. Um, and as you're looking ahead, you can see there's a couple um, parties that look like they're a little ways ahead of you traveling the same direction that you are. How far ahead are they? Um, it looks like there's one that's probably 10 miles or so, and then there's one that's just about to get to the fork. Alright. Um, I'd like to inconspicuously start walking a little slower. What? I didn't want to catch up with them. <laughs> For the first time ever, how, uh, Cather passes <laughs> Melora. <laughs> As does Havel, because the entire this entire time Havel has been, um, producing Mage Hand, and then, like, like rolling a coin across the mage hand <laughs> like he's practicing his dexterity with the mage hand nice. um, so um, like Ma- malara are, are you right there you seem to be slowing down just a little bit oh uh, you know just my calves <laughs> right right uh, uh, uh okay are you injured do you need us to stop no i'm all right are you just... sure i i'm all right we could just keep going and catch up to, to the other people um yeah. Or we could walk a little slower and yeah. not. So, d- let me ask, what do you have against people? Uh, wh- what do you mean? I don't have anything against people. Yeah, well, you're very bad at hiding the fact that <clears throat> you're slowing down because there are people ahead of us. Well, so... if I were to say that this is the longest conversation I've had with a person that is not ginger in over ten years, would that tell you anything you need to know about me? 
Not at all. I want to hear more. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you anymore. I'm going yeah. to keep walking. That's a shame. Well, pick up the pace then. <laughs> all right. I start walking um, or, the same pace as before. Or you can walk slower and Cather and I can continue forward and you can get that burning sensation once more, yeah? Those are your options, I suppose. Aye, they are. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. And I start walking and I actually... No, I start walking, but maybe I start walking the right speed, see if he's distracted by his little coin, and stop to try to trip him. <laughs> uh, yeah, go I'm ahead. I, I am uh, looking down at the mage hand. Yes, I would be looking down at the oh, mage hand. Too good. Ryan, roll a perception check, and Hannah, roll an acrobatics check. This is this is uh, <laughs> this is gonna go horribly for me. That's <laughs> that's a twenty-three. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> that my friends is an eight (laughs) yeah Uh, you're going forward and Ryan you're starting to get pretty good at this you know you're starting to kind of figure out what it feels like to really be moving that mage hand I'm kind of getting almost a sense of uh, a sense of touch through the mage hand which is kind of new to you Um, and as you're going through you're kind of feeling around um, and then your face is in the dirt and you don't really know what happened. <laughs> and I take a moment to say, oh, sorry about that. And I keep walking. I might I, giggle to myself and to Ginger. <laughs> uh, I just, Catherine just looks down at, at Havel. <laughs> just kind of, Havel just uh, lays there. <laughs> just, do you, do you want a hand, a hand there, friend? Like, sick of a finger. <laughs> I'm okay. Honestly, Are you sure? Your, your face is in the ground. I've had it coming to me for a while now, honestly. Um, Alright, <laughs> I'll just kind of slowly keep moving forward, yep. that way Belora doesn't get too far away. Alright, as soon as I get, like, out of earshot, <laughs> I sit up, and I kind of just, like, look to the skies, and I go, <laughs> Listen, if you're watching... I might have a request in the coming future. <laughs> so, so keep an eye out. And then oh I, my goodness. I get up and I keep walking. <laughs> um, oh after this fiasco, you stand up, dust the dust off of yourself, mm-hmm. um, and try and get your fairly nice clothes back to a, a presentable uh, amount of cleanliness. They were brand new. Uh, they, were, they were brand new, dude. It sucks. <laughs> uh, as, as we're, if I may, as we're walking, I kind of catch up, try and catch up to Malar and just like casually just say, you know, if you want, we don't have to interact with anyone else. I would very much prefer that. Thank you. And I'll just kind of look back and see Havel just taking his his sweet time. I didn't look back. Hmm. No, I'm nicer than that. Yes? <laughs> we can continue now. <laughs> I stay at least, like, 60 feet behind them. <laughs> That's probably wise. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, you guys begin making your way uh, down the hill, down the slope as you begin going 
um, and it's pretty easy to not pretty easy but it's it's just a long journey as you can see how far you need to go and it just it takes forever to feel like you guys have made any progress um, and just as it's beginning to get dark is when you guys are just now reaching that fork um, pretty tired pretty exhausted um, not really feeling like moving forward but you know that you're pretty close so you could push it how how close is the nearest one of those farmhouses the nearest farmhouse is probably about a mile away as you guys approach mm. the fork you can look out left and see all the farmhouses in front um, and as you look around right you can see what looks to be about a 20 foot tall wall cresting out of the edge of the mountain um, with another wall even higher than that <laughs> that comes a little bit further in as you look about um, probably what looks like a cave uh, several hundred feet high uh, with the city being built into it and emerging from it um, realizing that that's the entrance to that city is probably just about as close as one of those farmhouses. Well, I've never seen something like that before. I nor have I. I've never seen before. I, in fact, am blind. <laughs> I just start wandering, like, into the pole. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you want to do? I think Cather is actually laughing right now. <laughs> As you guys look forward, you can see that there is a sign that says um, Farmland and Aklaron to the left, and then Othala to the right. Uh, well, we don't want to go to Aklaron. Well, if this map is correct, if this map is correct, then we only have about another mile till we're to the city. Well, I suppose I can go that. Hevel? Well, yes. Um, Melora? Believe it or not, I'm going to ask how you feel right now. Do you want to enter the city? Well, uh, the short answer is no, but considering I have no choice, considering that's where you're both going, if Do we get there tonight, then that's fine. But if we get there tonight, all the, all the shops are going to be closed and I'm not going to be able to find you any makeup. I didn't need it. As I said before, I was very careful. They a didn't see me. A little bit of change of clothes and some, I guess. What are you saying? I'm saying that there are finer things in life, and I enjoy sharing them with my fellow compatriots. And oh, your cloak is ragged. What do you mean? What do you mean? What am I saying? I made this myself with I'm my mother. Aware, it looks it. I can find you something so beautiful. I just please, 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 just just for me. I don't want us to get arrested within the first five minutes of entering the fucking city. Well, I feel like if we do, that will not be my fault. Whose fault did you think it'd be? Me? I... Mine? Perhaps. Is that what I you're saying? I didn't know you. Are you trying? Are you trying to say that I'm I'm a, a man of ill intent? I'm trying to say that you're very careful with your money, and if you have reason to believe people will steal from you, I'm starting to worry about the kind of people you've been around. No, I'm worried that people are going to steal from me, because we live in a world where bandits exist, and where thieves are common. Alright, we also live in a world where people can make their own clothes, and expect not to be slandered for their appearance, Fine, eh? I, okay, well... It's, it's not slanderous if it's true, I suppose. But, 
But, but, listen, listen, listen. You know, you're no. talking a lot for someone within the range of my dagger and my bow. I would so love it if you were to stab me right now. That'd be that'd be a very interesting endeavor, don't you? Don't you think, Cather? Um, I'm just saying that I don't want you to get arrested. Okay, I don't want you to get hurt. Just allow me to find a bit of a disguise, just a small portion, maybe even a hat. A hat. Do you like hats? Have you ever worn a hat before? Look at my hair. Does it look like I've worn a hat before? We can get you a hat. They look wonderful. You look like Robin Hood. <sighs> oh, I think I've, I think I've heard of that one. It's a good story, isn't it? <sighs> so you want to wait until the shops are open so you could get me a hat, I is say, what you're saying? I say that we can, theoretically speaking, camp out outside and then wait for morning, yes. Unless we want to be extremely discreet and try to make our way into an inn and then you guys wait in an inn for about an hour while I actually find us something. Well, which would you prefer? Do you think that we can sneak around with the ten man over here? I, that's a, a good point there. I we can camp here. That's fine. Are there any trees around? Um, not really. It's it's mostly mountainous terrain with no trees or open fields. Uh, you could probably make your way over to a cornfield and try and camp out in there. I I do. <laughs> I miss my trees. <laughs> Children of the corn. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, okay, I guess we're camping out at a cornfield. Is that what we agreed upon? Is that a thing? Aye. Okay. Aye. That we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, there seems to be a cornfield just um, a little ways away, not too terribly far. Uh, and you guys approach upon it, and you can see that there's a house a little ways in the distance, not terribly close. Um, and as the uh, sun is beginning to set, you make your way into a cornfield, stomping through these rows, trying to make your way in. Um, and there... It, you can't find a a clearing within the field. You quickly realize that you're going to have to destroy some of this man's crops to make a, a place to lay. I didn't want to do that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So since uh, moral justification says that we should probably shouldn't ruin this man's uh, livelihood, mm -hmm. um, how close are we to this man's home? Um, you're pretty close. You could probably get there within 10 minutes of walking or so. I say that we just go ask if we could maybe, I don't know, sleep in a cellar or something. I don't know. I'll let you do the talking. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, we walk towards the house. Um, I'm okay. going to take out... Uh, I'm going to... Discreetly. Um, okay. To the most discretion that I can. Take out, uh... About... I think to myself, what, what, what is wealthy? Um, I take out three gold. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I take out three gold, and I uh, we approach the house, and I just. Uh, you knock on the door, um, and as you guys approach, you can see there is one uh, light on. It looks like there's one lantern that's lit. Um, within it with smoke coming out of the chimney um, and as you go knocking on it uh, you hear kind of a few 
uh, thuds before the door opens and a rather large burly man with a big beer gut um, and his shirt kind of comes down to just about midway down his chest with big bushy black uh, chest hair and a big bushy beard with the overgrown mustache that actually curls just a little bit so he it seems like he does keep it maintained quote unquote <laughs> um, and then big really thick hair, uh, black hair, along with his beard and his chest hair. Uh, this tanned, weathered man with these piercing blue eyes and this large, burly nose. Just, yeah. just to get a better description, because I, I think I know what you meant to say, but I'm going to refer to what you did say. So this man has a button down with the like top three buttons open and like his chest hair coming through, or is he actually just wearing like a crop top that only goes to like halfway down his chest? <laughs> He's wearing a shirt that has three buttons at the top. It's, it's so it's connected on the okay, bottom, but it's, okay. it only has three buttons at the top that is open. Okay. <laughs> it's like a polo. Yeah, I, it's like it's a half button shirt. The way you described it, I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's wearing a crop top, showing the belly off. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, no. Proud of his dad bod. It's his, it's his own comfort. This is his home. Um, um and uh, as he opens the door, he goes, "I, um, hello. Uh, I don't mean to bother you. Um, we we're just travelers. Uh, and we were wondering if there was any chance that you." could uh provide lodging to us uh we're actually heading in that direction i pass it i point in the direction opposite of athala um and i go we're actually heading in that direction and uh it's getting pretty late and uh not a lot of places to camp out right now i I could i could compensate you maybe uh maybe uh as a as a portion of the compensation you can give us some rations some food to keep us going for our travel up ahead and i uh take out three gold and i go um, any way that this could sway your decision. He kind of looks about before putting a hand on the doorframe and kind of looking out to see kind of what time it is, basically. Mm-hmm. Before kind of leaning back in, he goes, Aye, that would work. Most of the taverns and inns are going to be closed in Athala, I suppose. Uh, yes, come come in. I have I have some soup cooking in, in my fireplace. Come in. Uh, my name is Borovic. Borovic, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Harold. Uh, this is Cather, and that's Melora. It's a pleasure creature. to make your acquaintance. Yes. All right, come in, come in. It's beginning to get cold. I very slowly <laughs> and uncomfortably walk inside. Mm. Um, he doesn't notice as he turns around. Um, you can see there's a nice uh, rug made out of what looks to be like almost an owl bear skin um, with uh, a fairly wow. comfy couch wow. and a, a pretty nice um, kitchen inside of it. You can see there's a large chimney uh, coming out of the the pretty big fireplace that has a big pot on it um, with a couple of uh, what looks like oven mitts um, hanging off the mantle. Um, he goes and he sits down on a small bench in front of the fire and begins stoking the fire a little bit and just to show you, come in, come in, uh, grab some bowls from the kitchen, um, at which one you can see that there are uh, probably about four or five bowls sitting on the counter on with what looks like a rag just kind of right next to them, probably recently washed. Melora is fixated on the rug a little bit. <laughs> I just very gently just kind of, it's all right, just keep moving forward. All right. As they're doing that, I look at them and I go, quite a nice rug you got there. <laughs> ah, you like that? Ah, did some hunting back in uh, 94. It was quite uh, a fun, fun trip. Ah, yes. <laughs> um, uh, a large beast, I suppose. It's a 
quite a quite a game that you have, <laughs> have acquired. Are you a, a hunter by trade, or did you recently just settle down? Do you I I have dabbled. I have several friends that I go out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, God keep this skill sharp. I used to be a, a soldier in the um, Athalian military. I go well. Thank you very much for having us tonight. And I go to shake his hand with the coin in hand. Yeah, you you go through, and <laughs> flawlessly does he take it off as someone who's clearly done this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> before he kind of uh, brushes a little bit of something from his nose, uh, sticks that slides that into his pocket, um, and then it goes and uh, grabs the oven mitts and pulls the. Uh, the pot off of the fire and onto this three-pronged carrier um, to keep it up uh, before moving over to the kitchen and grabbing a ladle and a couple bowls um, and begins ladling the soup. It looks like kind of a cheesy potato soup with some sort of meat in it. Um, and then he hands out a bowl to uh, you, Havel, and begins to hand a bowl to you, Melora. I take it. Um, what kind of meat does it look like it is? It looks like some sort of white meat, probably chicken, but you're not okay. quite sure. Um, I still kind of tuck Ginger's head in, <laughs> um, and I, I, I leave the meat for last, kind of okay. avoiding having to eat it. I, it's not necessarily that I am vegetarian, so to speak, but I try not to eat meat, <laughs> especially since I picked up Ginger. Uh, so it kind of makes yeah. me uncomfortable. <laughs> so I eat the potatoes and I eat around the meat, leaving it for last. Not sure whether I want to eat it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Borovic doesn't seem to be offended at all as he hands a bowl off to Cather um, and then sits down in on his couch, relaxing and lounging for a little bit, well, um, eating the soup. While we start doing that, I take out one of the wines that I just remembered I took when we started. <laughs> And I, yeah. uh, I grab some glasses or cups from his, uh-huh. uh, from his cupboards, and yeah. I pour him a drink, pour myself a drink, and I look to the two, um, questioningly. Uh, I'm good, thank you. What is that? Uh, it's it's wine. It's grape juice. Fermented fermented grape. All right. Is it? You do it for fun. What is it for? It's it's a uh, celebratory drink. What are we celebrating? Um, good company. <laughs> I can drink to that, Borvik says, yep. before downing yeah. his whole glass. <laughs> and, I, and I go, I, and I down it I as well. I take a little bit, <laughs> and um, it's actually one of my personality <laughs> traits that um, I'm too enamored of uh, ale, wine, and other intoxicants, so nice. I'm going to take a drink and I'm going to take a moment to kind of like swish it around in my mouth and be like, wow, that's, that's very good. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to drink the rest and I'm going to say, can I have more? Oh, of course, I have another bottle too if we want to get too far into it. And I pour her another one and... Uh, Borvik sticks out his glass. <laughs> I just lean over to Melora because I... Um, just be, be careful. Why? I, and, and, Do I again, hear this? Qu- I was gonna say I've I've tried I've tried to do this quietly. <laughs> can I can, okay. can I hear this at all? I don't... Uh, uh, what's your passive perception, Brian? <laughs> oh, trash! <laughs> like a nine. I was gonna <laughs> yeah, say you... my passive stealth is actually a twelve. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Only he's being fairly quiet. Uh, but yeah, I'll just I'll just kind of I'll just kind of lean down. It's just well, with too much drink people make mistakes.
I didn't know what you're on about. Does it affect your your thinking? <laughs> I, um, over the course over the course of uh, of the night I'm going to uh, tell ridiculous and hyperbolistic tales from Marencia okay. and my days as a uh, as a circus hand <laughs> Nice. And interestingly enough, um, Melora laughs along. <laughs> and we were, we were setting up for one of the most grandiose portions of it, and the the acrobat just stumbled into the <laughs> elephant dung. It was it was glorious. I I got a bit yelled at because they, you know, um, I'm sure you did. They, I needed to clean it, but I it, it was just so funny. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh... So, Hevel, when did you leave the carnival? Oh, oh. <laughs> um, that was years ago. I, I believe I was... I was in... My twenties. When I was when? in there. It was, it's been a while. It's been a tad. Can you still do your, your little tricks? <laughs> uh couple glasses in i'm not so sure but i i mean i can i can i can attempt to i'd like to see it i uh and any opposition borovic just kind of as you can see he's beginning to fade a little bit just goes yeah circuit tricks (laughs) (laughs) um i am going to Oh god, how stupid is Havel? Um. <laughs> well, considering you've had about how many glasses now? Several. <laughs> I, that should affect your decision. Eh? I uh, I go, um, Mr. Uh, or actually no, uh, Malora, do you think I, I could borrow your dagger? What are you going to do with it? Oh, you'll see now, won't you? And I, I take suppose it, I will. And I bring out, um two other daggers and I began to <laughs> attempt to juggle them go ahead. as I once oh. was able to do and now drunk and ha- being out of practice not so sure uh, which is better for you acrobatics or sleight of hand yes okay <laughs> go ahead and roll an acrobatics check with disadvantage oh no <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for this to fail miserably. Ga- guys, don't worry. Uh, that was, uh, I that I, was a twenty. That was a twenty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you you take these daggers. Look at your glass. Finish it yeah. off. Oh yeah. And then, kind of almost with a, a faint sense of hesitation before. Yeah. <laughs> and it works gloriously. You pick it up just as you used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, just barely missing the uh, the the blades and landing on the handle every time and not cutting yourself or anything like that. Wow! No wonder you used to get paid for that. <laughs> I um, I I get a little bit cocky, and um, I finish finish off the flourish, um, by <laughs> oh god. <laughs> How drunk, you know, Havel is pretty drunk. This is this is choose your decisions wisely, right? This is how I, 
You can always make a wisdom save if you're not sure whether to do something, because that's uh, what I always you know, do. Fair. Um, but my wisdom's just low in general, so uh, <laughs> Havel, uh, you know the horns, um, <laughs> to finish it off, what he's going to do is that he's going to uh, like finish off the flourish, catch two, and then on the third one, he's going to try to catch it, um, like, to land horizontally against his horns, the ones that, like, okay. are back, like, <laughs> yeah, forward yeah, yeah. in, like, a bow. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you go through, and you go through, and you finish the flare, and you get last two and catch those and go into a bow, trying to, like, keep an almost an eye up. Yeah. Um, and they land. the blade lands on your horns before sliding off ever so slightly, and it actually falls down and goes through Borovic's boot uh, before embedding in the floor. Um, God, no, no! You can see you can see him go, uh, uh, that's interesting. I immediately um, stand up from the table. I, As I... you're doing all of this, Hannah, in, yes. your, in your pocket, you can feel um, the rod almost pull towards Borovic. Interesting. Uh, I just I walk. I take I, it out. I, I walk over. I walk over to Borovic. Can I? Can okay. I take out the knife and do a lay on hands? Yeah, you take it out. Take off his boot. You can actually see his pinky toe has been severed completely from his <gasps> foot. Um, I just take through. take what's left of it and just just try. You know, just try just a little bit, little bit of healing right there. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, you go through and you reattach the toe. At which point Borovic goes. Um, uh, and then passes out. Havel's still in a I bow. take out the rod. <laughs> okay. I take it out. What does it do? It doesn't do anything at the moment. Um, but you can just feel that slight tug and pull. Um, I walk a little closer. Uh, yeah, at the moment it's not doing anything. Uh, Interesting. How many hit points did I have to use to heal his toe? His pinky toe? Uh, about three hit points. Three hit points. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Perfect. Pablo was still in the bow. He didn't even realize <laughs> what went on. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, I'm still laughing. I still, um, I enjoyed the trick. Um, but now, if I'm standing right next to him, does it do anything? Does it glow? If I, if I put it by the boot, does it do anything? Not quite. Interesting. Nope. All right. Um, I'd like to help wrap uh, the best I can, considering I'm intoxicated. Um, <laughs> and help through- with herbs. You, you begin to look at, his, at Borovic's foot, um, and you can see when Cather's, like, as you remember, when Cather was wrapping himself up, he did a, a pretty bad job. I... But going through, after removing his hand from Borovic's foot, the pinky toe is completely reattached with just a faint little scar across the top. Wow. Um, without, there's not a whole lot of blood, there's just a little bit that I got onto the floorboards, um, and there's just a hole in the boot that's now off to the side. Um, but it looks very well done, very well taken care of. I put a hand on his shoulder and I'm like, that was a nice trick you did there. What did you do? Um, to be honest, I'm not sure. I've never done that before. Well, good on you then. (laughs) I I also applaud. (laughs) I just, I, can I, at this point, just worried for both of them, really, just take Melora and just kind of sit her down. Yeah. What, are, what are you doing? Everyone, we should probably go to sleep. Just Are we done with the stories? I, it, I, I think both of you need to go to bed. But you cannot tell me what to do, Cather. 
Oh, I would never dare do such a thing, for I'm merely suggesting. <laughs> How's Ginger, by the way? Uh, you can see that there's one uh, Borovix glass has been set down for a while, and Ginger's currently on there with her <laughs> face gulping. In <laughs> oh, no. Good <Yes>. girl. <laughs> Drunk squirrel. I pick her up. And I hold her in my hands, and I kind of giggle with her, and I start she, talking to her. <laughs> she hiccups for just a little bit before falling over sideways in your hands. Uh, I tickle her stomach. <laughs> she she kind of wiggles for just a little bit before throwing up in your hands. Oh no! Oh, Poor baby. Are you okay? I take I'm I'm not disgusted by this. Um, actually, I am intoxicated. Even intoxicated, you're. No, I'm used this to this. This is nothing. This yeah. is yes. This is this is normal. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, and I put her back in my pocket, and I go and I, I wash my hands out, um, if I can, and um, I'm like, well, I'll go to bed, but not for me, and not for you, Kath, or for Ginger. All right. <laughs> you heard it um, from me. Or whatever you choose to tell yourself. There's there's only a couple places to sleep. Um, it looks like there, um, above the kitchen, there is a little loft that has um, one singular bed. It looks like it's just big enough for Borovic to sleep in, um, and he's currently passed out on the couch. Um, so it is that option. There's a little room on the couch for those that want to snuggle with Borovic, or you could always sleep on the floor <laughs> on the owlbear rug. Oh no, I do not want to do that. Um, is there a place on the floor that's... Can, can I kind of actually try to sluggishly obviously but kind of fold the rug up away from me to sleep um, on the floor <laughs> yeah you can curl it up a little bit to make room in the living room to sleep on the floor um i i'm very gently fold it the mm -hmm. best i can and push it away from me yeah and then 100 i curl up with ginger yeah. I, I roll Definitely. her my bedroll okay i like roll it over to her and i go stay warm and I drunkenly make my way up to the loft. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. You make your way up to the loft. Um, it's a very comfortable bed. Mm -hmm. um, probably about 10 to 12 inches of down feathers that make up this uh, wow. mattress mm -hmm. with a nice um, blanket over it um, and a pretty comfortable pillow. So it's very similar to some of the places that you have stayed in the past, um, enjoying some of the finer sides of luxury. Have, uh, Havel removes his jacket and then shirt uh -huh. and then sprawls out on the bed and goes Cather <laughs> Cather please join me friend still downstairs I think I'll pass but thank you Cather it's very comfortable I, <laughs> I'm sure it is and I would never Cather. want to intrude on your comfort Cather and then I uh, I stop saying anything and I don't actually go to sleep okay I am sleepishly trying to open the bedroll but I didn't really I, know I how it her. works I, 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 I help put well if she will not slit my throat I will in this so I'll let him help me but I'll tell him the whole time that I didn't need his help yep be sure. like I can do it for myself you know as you continue to actually do it, Cather? <laughs> of, of, of course, yes, you can do it yourself. I'm just doing it for you. And, but I didn't need the help, you know. I'm perfectly capable of taking care of myself. 
is is we've both already determined you're the one who takes care of us. I I do. I am simply just helping. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Honestly, you... I don't know if I'm more scared of Melora or drunk Melora. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, Malor begins to quickly fade and pass out, um, Catherine, you do notice the rod is still out on the couch now. Okay. Oh. Uh, Whoopsie. Can I pick that up? Mm-hmm. Um, as you do, the the circle with a line in it on your arm just it doesn't hurt or anything like that, but you can almost feel it pulsing. Do I as well, Pulse. or am I just out? this? This is something that you have you are familiar with as it it's been ha- happening constantly it's it, between you or cather whoever's holding the rod has that I, kind of I, I, sensation I, in their interesting hmm. i wonder why she never mentioned this what did you say nothing <laughs> and i'll i'll just kind of i'll i'll stay up for a little bit longer and try and find just a nice quiet corner maybe prop a chair over um <laughs> And kind of just look at the rod um, for a little bit and try and just think on if I've what um, what the heck this could be. I'm not necessarily asking for a roll, but like just thinking. Oh. Um, yeah, as as you go through and just kind of look at this rod and focus on it, um, the longer you stare at it, there's almost a ringing in your ears that you begin to hear before everything kind of goes quiet after a little bit. And you can now open that PDF um, as you are oh. to this item. Oh, <laughs> oh. you can open the PDF. Oh, oh okay, okay. Uh, g- give me what? Give me un momento. Uh, While they're doing that, we're gonna go ahead and say that you guys go ahead and fall asleep, and we'll move over to Renaya and Tarak and uh, Edward. What's really up, fast. Brian? I wanted to wait for Cather to fall asleep. And then I was going to steal the three gold pieces back. <laughs> After Cather eventually falls asleep, you do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I. Beautiful. Drew is disappointed. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> nope. Nope. You don't get Beautiful. to say why. It's he's just disappointed. Oh. <laughs> um, so- yeah, okay, cool. Okay, so let me look at this PDF now. Yeah, you guys look at that, and we'll hop over to uh, the rest of the cast. So, uh, Renaya, Tarak, Edward. You guys have been spending most of the day traveling around the lower ring of Athala, um, tracking this card and trying to keep your eyes on it. As you've been going about, you've seen that there's a number of different vendors that have been setting up shops, um, a lot of decorations with with um, blues and silvers um, and a pale gray. I've been going up different streamers and um, cloth decorations, um, different things to decorate. And Renaya, as you being, or not Renaya, uh, both Renaya and Edward, you guys uh, quickly realized that the, um, the Damnia Festival starts in the following day, the festival celebrating um, Demarius's um, blessing on Athala and bringing them cooler months as it does get very, very hot inside the cave, especially during the summer. And the uh, arrival of fall is something to be celebrated um, here in Athala as it celebrates um, almost a time of luxury 
for the people of Athala as they are well fed and they are kept cool. Um, and it's very much a time of relaxation as uh, a lot of the farmers that live just outside the walls um, relax after the harvest and prepare to enjoy um, uh, enjoy the winter with their families and stuff like that um, along with a variety of different things. And so they've been going through and setting up for this as you guys have been looking about. Um, and as you have been traveling, you guys keep going and you get to a point where that card is brightest before finding anything and go past it a little bit and it would start to dim and you would go back to where that point the card is brightest and it would be slightly different just a little bit further one way or the other before it would go back and you go through and it is you go through this a couple different times you guys travel a couple miles each way trying to figure out where this is and it's, it is hard to notice the difference in light on the card um before eventually you guys uh it becomes a little too dark for you guys to really be able to tell where you're going and what you're doing um and you feel like you might need to uh stop for the night somewhere well that didn't work i thought for sure i mean it worked earlier do you know anywhere where we can stay? Somewhere, um, nice, perhaps? Maybe up a level? I, uh, I know a couple st strong alleyways that most people don't uh, go down often. An alleyway? D an alleyway? You realize I can pay for a room, right? I... I... Trek kind of just, like, hunkers Renaya. down. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what do you think we should do? I, I don't know. Um, do I, DM, do I know anywhere that we can go and stay other than the orphanage? Um, you know of one inn that's fairly nice. This is, um, where every once in a while the, um, the Silver Oak Orphanage would give you guys a day outside of the orphanage to relax um, just about once every three months. And so they usually send you to the 12 Cranes, um, which is the, the kind of the first inn on the inner ring that you enter when you enter the city. Um, and so you know of that inn, otherwise you've never really been to the second level, um, except for on the rare occasion that you would go buy supplies um, and you need to get up to the stalls. Um, but otherwise that's basically the only inn that you know of here in the first ring. I mean, I know, I know one place, but, I mean, I haven't... Well, I mean, it's better I than mean, an alleyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? It's better Please than Please tell an me alleyway. it's better than an alleyway. Um, okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna start leading them that way. Okay. You make your way, um, having made your way to the eastern side of the city, or the, the right side if you're looking at the front of the city, um, having make your way over that far, you begin making your way west across the front of the inner ring once again um, and finding that sunken courtyard um, with that shop uh, which you guys grimly pass as you go through that sunken courtyard before making it to that large courtyard just a little bit further with uh, several buildings all around. Um, and on the far end of the courtyard, you can see that there is um, one fairly nice shop, uh, one fairly nice building, um, one of the nicer ones here on the lower ring, especially here right at the, the entrance to the city. It is um, required to be kept up pretty well. And so 
you go up to it and you can see that it is almost a uh it's like a rustic home style bed and breakfast type place um where you as you begin to enter you can see that there's several people who are eating and it's bustling with food and people um you can see that there's a couple different uh waiters that are busting tables uh a couple gnomes and a halfling uh, with one human woman um, at the bar who is currently um, handing out plates and washing dishes and going about with what sounds like uh, a human man in the back cooking food. Well, I suppose it's not the worst place in the world. I mean, I wish it was a little less public, but it, it should work. Um, what do people do in these kinds of places? And I look at Renaya. Um, I... I'm... I... I, I think they just enjoy themselves, settle in, have a safe place. And enjoy themselves like this? This looks like torture. Everyone's yelling and everyone looks scary. Um, hmm. Well, I suppose we could try having a drink or something. Drac has Is his that... hood lower, <laughs> like as low as uh -huh. it could possibly uh -huh. go. I've shrunk myself to a look just as small as I can get. Arms are tucked in. Yeah. I turn to Tarak, or Edward turns to Tarak. And he says, Tarak? Yes? Will you, will you be able to handle yourself in here? You won't go crazy or anything, right? It is, it is not me that I'm worried about. What is that supposed to mean? Hanaya well, wouldn't do anything. If you haven't noticed, there aren't very many orcs around here. And mm. um, I was just chased by the guard because of you just a little bit ago. And because of me? Well, yes. I mean, you're the one in the city. I I'd just like to point that out. Um, um, I'm sorry. Are you not? Are you two not f friends? I know you said you went together, but... Um, you could say he picked me up along the way. <laughs> he means that quite unwillingly. I was, I was running from the guards, and um, he stepped in front of me, and instead of knocking him down, or uh, I didn't really have room to run around, I kind of just picked him up and continued to run. Like a maniac, I might add. But, uh, all due respect, uh, I don't fit in well here. I will be... You can find me across the street in an alley. I would much rather be there with room to run if... Okay, suit yourself. I mean, guess that's more room for my pocket? For the change? Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, Renaya, do you have any money? I I have a little bit. Um Okay, so you can afford a room cuz I've heard there are people here that don't have money. Yeah, this is kind of common around here a little bit. Um It's so strange to me. People have money. Hmm. All right. Well, I suppose I will pay for our rooms. Um and if you'd like to buy yourself a drink, uh I suppose that would work. Um that's yeah. all right. Um I think I'm... I'm just gonna head to a room. Oh, okay. Uh, suit yourself. Um, so I suppose Edward would go head to the bar. Oh, 
Renaya, would you like to join me? Renaya's going to kind of, um, just follow because she needs him to pay for her room. (laughs) 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 Okay, okay. You both approach the bar. Um, You can see that out of the about 10 seats that she has at the bar, there's probably six people there. Um, a variety of different shapes and sizes, mostly human um, here, but there is one halfling and one elf as well. Um, and as you approach, you can see there is a long-haired ginger woman, um, freckles across her cheek, green eyes. Um, she kind of has her hair in a braid right now to keep it from falling into her glasses and into her drinks and stuff like that. Um, she's wearing an apron right now, and she currently is washing a glass that she just got done helping a customer before she notices you approach and goes, Ah, hi, how can I help you? I would like two rooms, please, for tonight. Uh, two of the nicest rooms you have available, if possible. Oh. And um, also, um, how much would that cost us? For two rooms, that would be about six silver pieces. Oh, only six. Okay. Um, sure. I only have gold with me. Is that okay? I can break gold, yes. And she wipes off her hands before going over to um, this one lower section of the bar. Um, that has what looks like uh, some sort of bookkeeping that she does um, with a couple different sacks of coin. Um, and she goes over and she, uh, you can see she ticks off two rooms before grabbing beneath the desk and grabbing two keys that she hands to you guys um, before reaching out for the gold. Uh, your gold, please. Um, yes, of course. And I pull out a pretty large little satchel um, full of little, um, you know, jangly things. And I, I pull out one gold coin and put it in her hand. Perfect. She takes that, um, looks at it, and then puts it in one bag before pulling out four silver pieces and handing those to you. Uh, your rooms will be just up the stairs. They are the first rooms, uh, one and two. And so you guys are, I don't know how you want to split these, but here you go. Um, and if you need any food, just let us know. We have drink, uh, fish is on the menu tonight, um, specifically cod that we're cooking. And so you're more than welcome to have some of that as well. Okay, that's not too bad. Um, Renaya, do you need any help setting up? Um, I, I've never stayed um, in one of these things. I, I think I'll stay for a little meal and then I'll head off. Um, but, uh, and then I'm gonna kind of put a hand awkwardly on his shoulder and be like, I'm, I'm sorry I punched you earlier and cast cure wounds on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Go ahead and roll oh, cure wow. wounds. Mm. Hey, you get three points back. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Oh, I, I was quite sore after that one. You really clocked me there. I mean, I, I've, I've experienced some dings and stuff here and there from fencing training, but I mean, that, that, that was just another level of pain. Um, thank you. Um... <laughs> 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 She's just gonna kind of look down at her key, um, and then looks at the little bartender. Can I have that meal now? Oh yes, of course, darling. Here, here. make that two meals. Okay, here, sit, sit down. And she she points to two chairs, um, clearly making sure they're on the end of the bar, barn, the bar, not barn. Um, far away from the other patrons um, before running and grabbing uh, two wooden plates uh, with a big, big old uh, filet of cod on it um, and then some leafy greens and a couple uh, steamed carrots that she puts in As front of As she brings it guys. over, Renai is just going to mouth, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> she goes, before setting her plate down, setting your guys' plates down. Uh, anything else that I can get you? Something to drink? Water? Ale? Beer? Hmm. Do you, do you have wine? Do yes, you have, like, we have fine wine. wine. Yes, we have some mm. wine. Wines, white or red? Mm. Renaya, what kind of wine do you oh, usually um, prefer? I, I don't actually drink. I'll just do a water. Oh, you don't drink wine. Hmm, interesting. Uh, um, as you're making this I'll decision, she's already pouring, pouring water for you, Renaya. Red wine? Perfect. Um, yes. And she comes back with a uh, a silver goblet. You can tell that it's not made of real silver. It's just silver plated. Um, setting down uh, a glass of red in front of you. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, Renaya, um, that... I, uh, am I saying that correctly, Renaya? I, I know you mentioned it earlier to our orc friend, but I wasn't really listening at that moment. Sorry. It was what was it was, um, it was yes, Renaya, right? Renaya. Mm, okay, okay. And you you seem pretty shaken up about this um, Samuel, the Samuel, this child. Mm -hmm. Okay, tell tell me about Samuel. Tell me about tell me about how you've managed to get in this scenario? Uh, um, um, well, um, yeah. Are, are you okay? No, you're good. Did um, I say something? Um, well, oh, okay. yeah, so Samuel, he, um, um, she's like tearing up a little bit. Oh, no. no are you please. sure she's tearing up or are you don't tearing cry. up? A little bit of both. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> Please don't don't cry. Um, it, it's okay. We don't have to talk about this now. I, I'm sure we'll find him. We will. Um, it's just been a crazy day, okay? Um, we'll 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 have a good night. We'll reassess in the morning, and we'll see where we can go from there. Okay? Does that sound okay? Okay. I, I'm sorry I ever disturbed you. Um, we're pretty good at that. Hmm. Perhaps. Nothing. Uh, what, um, what was that? Sorry. Uh. <laughs> uh, DM, did I hear that? Uh, what, what's your passive passive perception? Um, so that's ten <laughs> plus plus your perception plus. modifier. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, that's only an eleven. Uh, Renaya, did you say that no. loudly? <laughs> uh, I'll say with the noise of the bar and her not saying it very loudly, you didn't hear it. That sounds good. Well, hmm. I suppose we could try to meet some folks. Why? Yeah. But I I don't know. I mean, I I guess I kind of came here to meet people. Why are, are, is it dangerous? Should I be worried I, of I, something? No, I'm I I'm sorry. Um I think I'm going to go to my room now and she's going to she's going to actually like <laughs> Grab a handful of some of like the food and then start walking away. <laughs> hmm. <gasps> okay, you do well, that. Good night then. Good. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. You. I look to my left. You. I was assuming Renaya to to my right. I look to my left. Yeah. And see who is around. You can see. Um. Like I said, majority human. So the four people. It's two humans next to you. Both of them looking rather gruff and traveled, um, scraggly beards, um, not well-kept hair, 
pretty dirty, wet people. They look like they've been traveling. Um, between them and another human is um, what looks like a high elf um, in rather mm. regal clothes. Um, who is currently? So is this a bar or is that like a table? This is at the bar. Um, okay. And then you can see another human. Um, this one, a little bit bigger, looks to be um, the farmer type. You can see that he's um, wearing some pretty dirty clothes. Um, it looks like his hands are fairly dirty. Um, someone that's probably, it looks like he's been out in the field for the majority of the day. Um, and then I believe they said there is a uh, halfling man, I believe. Um, at which point you can see this halfling off by himself enjoying his food as well. All right, um, are there any open seats in between them or anything? No, they're all right in a row. Okay, well, I guess I, I look at my food again with kind of a half-impressed look, and then I just grab my wine and leave it there. Okay. And I hop down, and I, I walk over, and I say, Hail and well met, friends. There, a couple of them kind of like look back at you. Um, the, two, the two gruff humans kind of look back at you before going back to their food. Um, you can see the halfling doesn't even acknowledge that you were there. Um, and eventually the uh, elven man kind of turns around and says, Hi, to you as well. Um, uh, uh, I'm excited for the festival tomorrow. Ah, yes, it should be quite nice. Um, from what I understand, the um, Damnia festival is something quite beautiful here in Athara. Yes, um, I'm from here, but I've never seen it before. Um, do you know, have you heard any stories of where might be the best place to, um, in the festival? I don't make it here much. I would, uh, imagine up in the stores. That is where most of the people would be hanging out, where most of the celebrations are, and it allows for a good view of, I believe, the fireworks. This will be my first time here in Othala. I'm coming specifically for the Damia ah. Festival, yes. I'm very excited. Well, it's great to meet you, sir. What is your name? Uh, Aranas. It's very nice to meet you. Ar and yours? Um, mine is Edward. Edward. And, yes. Um, and, is his hand dirty? No. Okay. Um, I try and kind of look at his hand, and I'm trying not to make it obvious, and I, I take it, and I, I shake his hand, um, kind of firmly, mm -hmm. you know, and I say, well, what brings you to Athala, friend? The... The Damnia <laughs> Oh, yes. We have, we've already established that. Um, I'm sorry. I, I'm not used to this. Um, uh, talking and, to people. What, um, yes. Huh. Other than my family, um, n not a lot, I suppose. Well, family is important, um, I suppose. I do quite a bit of traveling yes. myself. I'm a writer, you see. Really? I'm, I'm currently looking for travelers to, to help me along my journey. You see, I have a mission. Oh, I, I oh. want to go out and find people who are less fortunate. I want to lend them my hand. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know where to start, so I'm here. Um, it's strange how I got here, but I am here. And now I'm talking he to He sets you. his hands on your shoulder. Um, First word of advice from a, a seasoned traveler. Don't tell everyone your life story. Um... Why not? Because that's a good way to get robbed and killed. I can see you're very rich. Oh, um, well, yes, I, I am rich. Um, but <laughs> are people that, are people that aggressive? Uh, yes. I thought like... Money is, money is that precious to them? Okay. I have a question for you. All right. If I say that I have one gold, how 
much money comparatively to you do you think that's worth? Um, do you know how an ant gazes at a mountain? Uh, <laughs> yes. I can, I can. Um, I, that is like, that is like your gold piece sitting at the um, front gates of my family's estate. I see. <laughs> very, very nice. All right. Uh, yes, so your perception on money is very skewed, as one gold could get a family by for a week's worth of rations and food and making sure that they stay alive. It, one gold can do all that? Yes, very easily. Well then, I could save so many people right now. Yes, if you, for a whole week. If you went out and started just handing out all your gold, you could help a lot of people, yes. Hmm, well that's tricky. Hmm. Uh, Edward? Well, yes, you... Uh, Tarek comes back through the doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, still hunched, it goes, Ed- Edward, Edward, Edward. What are you? What are you doing? Here? Edward. Um, excuse me, and I walk over hastily. What do you want? What I need you your blood. Here? I'm... My blood? Yeah, not a lot. Just, a, just a little bit. Just, a, just. Why? A We're hunting a witch, right? Um, I guess. But still, that's my own blood. I, I, I don't know what you would do with that. Why? Well, I, I mean, would you rather us track a witch or the witch track us? Hmm. Well, uh, what about Renaya? She. I, I was going to ask you where she went. Did she go off alone? You let her go off alone? Well, I know we're in rooms one and two, um, and she's in one of those. Ash and Shu. I'm not an idiot, Tarak. Then give me your blood. Well, let's go ask Renaya first. That's fine. We can, um, I can get off the blood at once. I'm, I will be using my own blood as well. Okay. You can see now, so, uh, as you look back, uh, Aranis is kind of looking at you as he swirls his glass and almost like tucking his head, trying to get a, a vision <laughs> of uh, Tarak before just setting his glass down. And you can see there's a notebook in front of him and jotting down a few notes. We should hurry. Um, yes. Uh, I, as we're brushing past the friends I met, I say, Hail and well met. Great to meet you. Um, I have to run. Um, and so long, quickly. Edward. Try to not to get robbed. Uh, yes, sir. As he says that, you can, you kind of look past it. You can see there's several people that are now watching you, Edward. I just... I, I'm I'm torn because I don't want to walk closer to Tarak, but I also don't want <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be in the open. Does Tarak so also notice that they're giving Edward vibes? You like can see vibes. that they're, they're not necessarily giving bad vibes, but they're definitely giving them the side eye like, oh, this guy has money, as Aranis just kind of announced to everyone. Can I briefly attempt to use my everything that I've learned for the 13 years that I've been alive uh-huh. uh, in Orc world. Yeah. Uh, to exude the aura of rob him, I kill you. Yeah, roll an intimidation check. I will I'll even give you more. advantage because you're an <laughs> Oh, well, okay, let's see if I crit. 23. Yeah, uh, you go through and you can see a lot of people side-eyeing. Um, and so for just a brief second, you roll your shoulders back, stand up straight, um, and uh, allow the weapon at your side to kind of just slide through your cloak just a little bit um, and you can see and then put your hand on his shoulder and as you begin guiding him through the crowd you can see people give him a side eye and then look up at you and then look away 
I hunch back down. <laughs> <laughs> I say, your, your friend at the table gives very good advice. Um, being robbed is not fun. I could imagine. Um, thanks for that, I suppose. Uh, thanks for she, her, her, door, her door should be this way. Oh, very good. As you guys make your way um, back past where uh, Edward and Renai have been sitting, you can see there is a staircase going up. And you go up, and there's the first door on the right and the left. Uh, there's one, two, three, four, so on and so forth. Um, and it seems like one is just slightly open, and two, it, the door has been closed. A knock on two? Renai, you hear a door on a knock on two. R- Renaya? It cracks, it cracks open, and you Renaya. just see, like, one eye. Renaya, I need your blood. It opens more, what? No, don't go off like that. You're going to scare her. Uh, uh, um, he's trying to say he needs to track the witch. No, no, no. Uh, rather than... What? No, I need the witch um, to not track us or boy us alive from a mile away. Oh. Do you know do nothing that. of witches here? I mean, no. Some, I suppose. Uh, Renaya, we need your blood. I thought you were supposed to be more intelligent with me. Right. <laughs> Excuse me, I was schooled in the arts. I was schooled by the highest tutors of the city. I don't know about lowly things like witches and things that orcs do. I've only heard stories. I don't learn about that in books, orcs okay? Orcs are not witches. Orcs don't like witches. Well, it kind of feels that way sometimes, hmm? How many orcs have you met? Well, I suppose just you. In that case, I take offense. <laughs> um, but yes, um... I'm going to take, uh, well, if, of course, consensually you allow me to take your blood. Um, I'm going to scatter it uh, around the city best I can, so that way it is more difficult to douse our location. Um, just in case we get in a scuffle, or perhaps if she escapes, that way she cannot uh, boil our, bl- uh, our blood alive and then kill us from the inside. Oh, okay. Um, but if our blood scattered about won't that give her our blood if she's looking for us? Well, but even if she has our blood then, then it will only direct her to uh, several, it will scatter scatter the location around the city. Hmm. It will appear as though multiple parts of her blood are around, she will not know Okay, um, so... Man, you really don't know anything about about, about How much blood... Oh, uh, just a small, like, uh, like half a vial. Uh, basically, a vial? five drops would be fine. And Mr. Tarak, how do you suppose we get the blood out of our body? <laughs> Renaya just looks out the door and is like, just come in and leads them into her room. Yeah, they're pretty, uh, they're fairly mosh rooms. Uh, there is one bed, um, with, uh, one little bench in the corner and, uh, another uh, almost like a basket for you to set your stuff down in. Um, you know, the bed is, it's nice, you know, they could be better, um, but it's, it serves as, it's more comfortable than the ground. It's more comfortable, um, than some of the other places that you can sleep, especially for Tarak. Um, with that basket, you that basket for your stuff down in and the bench, it's fairly nice. Um, well worth the, the little bit of silver that it was. And we're on the second floor? Yes. I never actually believed that the stories were true. You choose to sleep above the ground. This is fascinating. I just kind of give him a side look. Like, he's crazy. 
Also, were you eating the fish downstairs? Yeah. I wasn't. That's what you you do. God, you people are strange. (laughs) 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 Um, but yes, um, so your blood? Uh, yeah. Okay, how are we we doing this? Um. Well, do you have a knife? I have a... I have a dagger. It's that would work fine. Nice though. I try not to dirty it, but I, I mean, suppose it should be sterile. Uh, uh, if you don't want to dirty your knife, uh, did the food you have come with a like a did you dining utensils of any kind? I, I am kind not of just grabbed using it and one of their away. utensils. Um. Hmm. I suppose if your fingernails are sharp enough, we could do it that way. That would be fine. That works. That's how the clerics of Luthien do it. <laughs> no, I think I'll stick to my own dagger. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't want any strange other materials wandering into my body. I care about my life somewhat. That would so. be great. Um, um, ooh, is there the? Uh, is there anything? Come to think of it, I don't actually have anything to put this in. I was planning on kind of just, you know. But, ooh, is there any paper around? Um, you don't currently see any paper unless uh, Renaya or Edward has them with them. Or yourself. Uh, Edward, you said you were learned. Do you happen to have a paper with you of any kind? Um, yes, I have five sheets, but I I prefer to use those for like things that paper are used for, like letters or keeping track of things. But I mean, paper I mean, would be, yes, I would I suppose... need like half a sheet. <sighs> I suppose I could use my paper for your weird blood trick. And I take out a piece of paper and fold it in half a couple times, very kindly, and then just very gently, very slowly, on the desk. And when once I'm done, I gently hand one to Turek, and I stick the piece of paper back in my pouch. I not at all carefully rip them into about uh, twelve individual little bits. All right. I say, um, cover four of them. But with your blood, with your blood, and then I will, of course, come forward with mine, and then uh, I shall scatter them throughout the city tonight. Mm. I lean over to, Dur- to Renaya. Renaya, can I borrow some of your blood? For you? For, for, for you? I really don't want to. <laughs> I really well, don't, I don't want to do it either. It, you know, okay. it, it, won't, it won't work unless it's your blood. You know that, right? Oh. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, Renaya, would you do the honors? And I just kind of hold my hand out, I guess. Renaya just stares at the dagger. (laughs) As you look at it, you can see that this dagger has never been used, ever. I'm not going to do it. I hold out my hand to to Renaya. (laughs) Would you prefer that I do it? Um, I don't want you to do it. You might slice my whole head. She's actually going to even like turn around a little bit. (laughs) I take the dagger. I'll do mine first. Okay. Uh, And I literally just nick the uh, tip of my pointer finger. Yep. Just a tiny bit, so like just a little bit of blood flow. One hundred percent. And kind of like put a drop on each of the four pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Easy peasy. Um, I wipe the the knife off. Just to be sure, I even hold it over a candle if there is one. 
<laughs> there is a candle that you can sterilize the wound, the knife with. Uh, Rania, are you fine with next door? Uh, would you rather uh, Edward be next? She holds out her hand. <laughs> Edward, if she says that she wants you, it has to be you. Okay, very good. <laughs> um, I'll do the same thing. Nick her yeah. just a little bit. Put yeah. Four pieces. Edward. It's much less painful than you expected, uh, Rania. Like, it's just a little prick. And, like, you don't even take a point of damage. Um, she just controls. You know. Okay, cool. That. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm going. I'm dagger. going to. Um, I'm going to take Edward's hand and kind of hold it up a little bit, and then s- just subtly kind of push it back towards Tarak. No, wait, no, wait, listen, wait, listen, no, listen, no, no, listen. Wait, 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 it's wait, totally wait. fine. And I'm just going to start talking. Please. No, did you wash it off? He's working on it right now. It's totally fine. I'm, it's not going to happen. We're going to. We're going to do a countdown, off, okay? We're totally going to count down. Right? It's going to be totally okay. fine. All right. Just look okay. at me, okay? Okay. Ready? Yeah, We're going okay. to count, okay? We're going to count yes. to three. And then it's going to happen, okay? Like You've this. got it. I it's going to be fine. So it's going to be no, fine. No. Oh, gods, I'm not a praying man, but right now. <laughs> please. Please. Come to my end. And then... Uh, Are you going to do it? I've been sitting here for three I haven't started counting years. yet. Okay, one. Two. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Edward, as Renaya speaks to you, much as she did to the children in the orphanage that wouldn't want to eat their food, she speaks to you, and just for a moment, you're actually almost, like, relaxed for just a second as you look at Renaya, and you begin to notice just how pretty she actually is, um, with her nice, thick, black hair, and her green eyes kind of staring at you, and this very soothing voice, but for this, the worst pain you've ever felt in your whole life, as you prick your <laughs> finger on what you expected, as, as you vaguely hear one, two, and expecting the three to happen, it then pricks your finger, um, you rip your hand from her hands, um, screaming in pain as blood just barely comes out of the <laughs> smallest little prick in your finger. Oh, that was not on three. I just grab that his arm. On <laughs> I'm just like, I'm trying to like, put Ow. it on the paper. Yeah, yeah. This is the worst thing I've ever done in my whole life. I wish I wish I had Charles here. He would never make me do this. Ah, uh, thank you. I'm so I'm sad. Terribly sorry for interrupting your night. Um, I don't forgive you. I, I could be staying in the Pegasus Inn or whatever it was. You know I paid for a room there, and now I'm stuck here. Well, I'm going to go. Um, if there's any danger of any kind, if you feel as though your body is being stabbed by multiple needles, that means it did not work, and you are definitely being... Uh, someone is trying to kill you. Um, I'd prefer being stuck by several needles, needles than being stuck here with you. Well, if your heart explodes in the middle of the night, then um, it didn't work. Uh, and then, and then I just, I, I just turned to Edward. Yeah. <laughs> if your heart explodes, come get me. Fine. I'll come get you. But I'm not going to Tarak. I'm going to go to my room. If Tarak comes back asking for more blood, tell him that I left. I pop back <laughs> into the I room. Know. I go, um, uh, yes. I'm so sorry. Uh, I took your knife with me. Uh, it's just a fly, oh. fine blade. Take good care of it. It will serve you well. Um, here you um, go. And I set it on the desk and I go. Nice. Hmm. But thank you, I suppose. Oh, he's so annoying. I think he's kind of sweet. Um, I'm going to okay. go back to my room. I guess so. 
Yeah, he guess he's kind of sweet. I guess. Okay, I'm just gonna go back to bed. I've had a long day. You... Sorry. We'll find Samuel tomorrow, I promise. And I grab the dagger and wipe it off and put it in my thing. And I step out the door quietly and go to my room. And lock the door. I'm going... Oh, yeah, same. Shut the door. And start very quickly pulling out my things for my ritual. Okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. You go Rich. through um, and you pull out all of your uh, material components and begin to set about going through your, uh, your ritual. Um, Edward, as you enter into your room, you turn around, lock the door before looking at your stuff, and this... It looks exactly like Renai's room. There's no special privilege, there's no special treatment. It's just a basic bed, a bench, and a basket. Um, just the basic mm. provisions. Um, you feel the bed a little bit, and it's a lot stiffer than your bed back home. Um, and not quite as comfy. Hmm. Well, <sighs> I suppose this is the life I've chosen to lead. I, I lay down and look up at the ceiling, and I say, Charles... I wish you were here. I write a little bit in my journal. Okay. I, I sit up. I lay down. I try to get comfortable. I'm still dissatisfied, and I try to fall asleep. All right, perfect. Uh, Tarak, you head down the stairs. Um, when you get to the base of the stairs, you can see kind of everyone look at you before realizing that's you, and they immediately look back down at their plates. Um, before you make your way through the dining area and exit back into the lower ring. Uh, I will go to... Are there, like, gutters down here? Yeah, in the lower ring, there's... Um, along the sides... So there's the two alleys that go along the uh, rings, the inner ring and the outer ring along the wall, and then there's two more um, alleys that go through the... There's two rows of housing before you get to the main, high, main road in the middle. And so in each of those... Uh, outer alleyways and on the inside rims of the uh, buildings, on the inside row of the buildings, there are rim, rings that go around that are used for sewage and for uh, rain control and stuff like that that go through. Um, I will find uh, four separate locations that have either good water flow or good airflow. Okay. So that way it will carry the pieces of paper throughout the city best as I can. Yeah. Um, and I will scatter th uh, one of each of the uh, papers um, down all four of those and then I will go back to like some alley where I can see the mm -hmm. inn that they're at I'll find a nice little corner with a box Yeah. wrap my cloak around me <laughs> one of the things as you're going about and scattering you're noticing that all of the four pieces of Renaya's her blood is much darker than even your blood which is darker than that of a human but her blood is almost uh, like black um, like pitch black to it not even so like as it would be if you had just like it was just dried blood and as well oxygenated like pitch black blood is this a is this a does this seem like a medical issue uh roll a medicine check I would love nothing more <laughs> 20 um if it is it's not of something that you've ever heard of okay so could be a disease that I just don't know about or something worse. We're going to hope that it's the first one. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'll, I'll scatter the paper. Uh, I want to make sure that I'm close enough where like, if I hear screams or see something suspicious, 
that I can hurry to the inn as quickly as I can. I'll, I'll, I'll keep watch for two hours, but then I'll go to sleep. Okay, perfect. Uh, roll a perception check while you're keeping watch. Ooh, much worse. <laughs> Twelve. Wait. Yeah. Even worse. Ten. Nice. So you go through and you find a little alleyway with a good view of the Twelve Cranes Inn. Um, trying to keep it out for shifty characters that come near it, um, just people in general. Uh, the Twelve Cranes Inn is on the very edge of this very large plaza in the very front of the city, um, just on the inner ring side of um, the plaza edge. And so it's pretty easy as there's plenty of little alleyways and buildings that you can kind of tuck yourself in just around this plaza, or you could even just like lay down in the corner. You can see there's, uh, now that it's beginning to get dark, there are several uh, people that are just kind of hunched around buildings um, and around the fountain trying to stay warm um, just all covering themselves in a cloak before falling asleep um, but that is all you notice um, anything else that you want to do before you go to bed uh, no I'll take out a small piece of rotten fruit or something that I found in a gutter two days ago um, <laughs> kind of numb a little bit on that uh, and then I go to sleep with my hand on my sword perfect uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and take our break. So we'll be back in about 10 minutes. Um, definitely check us out. Uh, yeah, we'll be back in just a little bit. Have fun, guys. Awesome, so we're back. Uh, we had just left off with Renaya, Tarak, and Edward uh, falling asleep in the city of Athala. We're actually going to jump back over to uh, Havel, Melora, and Cather as they wake up. Um, Borovic is still passed out on the couch, sound asleep. Um, but you all wake up. Melora, your head is pounding. Um, any little movement that happens sounds like crashing thunder in your head. Um, and you can see that uh, Ginger wakes up before immediately falling back over <laughs> and then slowly <laughs> crawls her way up your stomach and chest and then just flops into the pocket. I tap my pocket. I'm like, good girl. Christ. Um, Melora, how are you feeling? I, I... Uh, stop talking so loud! Um, I just very, very quietly, very not aggressively, just walk over and just, um... I, I think I can, I think I can help. And I just, I just lay, I just, just, if she, if she, if she allows me, I just, I just place my, my, I take off my glove and just place it, like, on her forehead. I react at first. I'm kind of like. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's all right. And I will use. I will expend five hit points of lay on hands to cure a ailment, also known as, also known as hangover. Also known as lay on hangover. Yeah. <laughs> lay, <laughs> lay, lay, more like lay off hangover. Yeah, really. Lay off hangover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, as Catherine gently places his hand against your forehead, it's uh, you're feeling very warm and still flushed. Um, and it's a nice cooling, cold sensation. Um, and that cold sensation kind of spreads across your forehead and down your neck. And as it goes down your body, you can feel your headache go away, the uh, sensitivity to light and uh, sound diminish, and the soreness and ache that's in your body, especially in your stomach, begins to diminish as that cooling sensation goes down your body. Before he gently takes his hands away, um, his eyes as he did it, his eyes glowed just for a second. Like, if you hadn't been looking, like, right at his face, you wouldn't have noticed it. But just for a second, they glowed um, before he takes his hand and puts the glove back on. Oh, thank you very much. Can you do that to Ginger? 
I'm, uh, uh, well, I'm not right now, unfortunately. Uh, that's alright, she'll be fine. She just needs a great sleep. Although, actually, um, I suppose I could, could try one thing, and I'll take out the rod. Okay. And just, not really what sure entirely what to do, I just point it at Ginger and expend one charge to cast Cure Wounds on her. Oh. Okay. Technically uh, not wounds, but you know, maybe, right? She, you can uh, see um, the word Ruat across the uh, Vestrusium ring glows just ever so faintly before traveling through that one amethyst crystal at the very end of it. Um, and that glow kind of transfers through the crystal into Ginger before she glows for just a second. Um, but she doesn't move afterwards. She's still just kind of groggy and sleeping there uh, and not wanting to do anything. She'll feel better when she wakes up. When did it start doing that? Um, last night? Ugh. Um, I didn't remember a thing. Real, real quick, Mr. DM, sir, because uh, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to roll for to see how many charges it did it did have at the beginning of the day. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we started at three and now we're down to two. Perfect. Um, yeah, and the the charges stack. So if you don't use oh. any more, then whatever you gain to a maximum of five. That's it's not one right. d four yeah, plus yeah. it, it stays at five unless you use the charges. That's very nice. And All then right. you regain the charges as you. That's go. nice. Nice. Well, do you want me to hold it again, or are you going to to hold it for yourself? I mean, you clearly know how to use it. I didn't know it did that. Well, I just. Took a moment last night while both of you were sleeping, I suppose, or I... trying to sleep. Well, I just uh, took a moment and held it in my hand. Really, I didn't do much. I just sort of got this feeling. Well, do you have a place in your bag for it? Yeah. All right, you can have it. And, and as I as I put it away, by the way, did you ever notice the fact that our um rune glows with, with the rod. I... I thought yours did too. Well, not until I held it. And this makes me very much think that, that's, that this rod is something to do with our predicament. <sighs> so, what do you think stops that? Well... Um, my guess would be, and perhaps Havel can help me out since he's the one who's been, who knows of the holy arts, but at least from my understanding, it might require powerful magic. Alright. Well, you can keep it for now. It clearly affects the both of us the same, so gonna see why you kind of hold it. I'll put it away. I will take this. T I will take this moment now to uh, point out that um, Havel is still very much asleep, <laughs> heavily. Like, uh, yeah, hundred percent. Like you, you can you can hear just a faint snoring, not super loud or, or intrusive, but just a nice heavy breathing as he's very much enjoying one of the better sleeps he's had in a while. I just go, I just go upstairs, begrudgingly. Ah, mm -hmm. oh, dear. And I just like, I like kneel, like like attempt, basically go through the process of attempting to like 
wake him. Havel is shirtless, his pants half down and one boot's missing, and he's like completely <laughs> like he's like half on, half off the bed. <laughs> I just and let's just say this: the man is a specimen. I I I just walk over and just like kind of like lightly slap him across the face. Just <laughs> oh, Nate, mother of. We get there. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> Do you always sleep early? I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> uh, I get up, put on my clothes, double check everything as I do morning routine. Um, and mm-hmm. everything, everything is there, including the the coin that I stole. Okay. Yes. Cool. Return to owner. To to you know owner. Um, I go. Return to center. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a round trip. You know. Um, <laughs> I go. Wonderful. Um, we uh, we should get going then. I'm right. Sorry, for. How much time do you need to get yourself? I realize together? that I'm not wearing clothes. Uh, <laughs> and go. Yeah. And <laughs> turn around and slide on my pants, get all like, you know, form, like slick back my hair. Um, I try to make myself as presentable as possible. Uh, and I, I, I take the time to recork the wine that hasn't been drank. Um, whatever survived. Yeah, whatever survived. Um, <laughs> in fact, actually, how, how little is there? Uh, there's probably about a glass left in your second I bottle. I hand it over to Melora and I go, I want to finish it off. I take it. This morning? <laughs> I take the bottle away from both of them and just put it in my bag. I, I... Maybe later. I earned that bottle, but you know, totally fair. Um, <laughs> I'd like to rebraid the parts of my hair that I got messed up last night, um, which I'm oh, sure are quite a few of them. Just yeah. going to weave. Um, I'll keep the same flowers that were in there because I don't have other ones to replace mm-hmm. it with, um, and I'll just rebraid and make it um, neater. So <laughs> nice, yeah, definitely. You definitely could. Melara, have you never had a drink before? Uh, no, no, I have not. And a drink you had. But I imagine it will not be the last. <laughs> Especially if you can keep doing your little magic trick when I wake up in the morning. Not. If we have, have a limited supply of that. Oh. Oh well. You know, a good right. remedy for that actually is um, is uh, cold water, uh, raw egg, um, I think some cilantro. Well, it's a shame we have none of that except for the water. I feel like I could probably I... find it though. <laughs> well, I didn't have water either. I need to get a new water skin. I just, Mine's ruined. I, I take out mine. Ugh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I believe that we've overstayed our welcome, and I um I'm going to actually take the uh, the 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 bear rug. I'm not going to take it. Don't. <laughs> I'm not going to take it. I'm going to unroll it and actually lay it back down yeah. on the floor so that way it's not a mess. Um, Perfect. and then Perfect. I'm going. You extend the. <laughs> I flip the head back. I over. take. Is, are there any fruit? Are there any fruit in the kitchen? Uh, there is no uh, fruit. That's unfortunate. Do I have any fruit? Uh, sure. I'll say that you Do I have directions. an apple? It's a little bit of dried fruit. Do yeah. I have, 
Oh, are you really about to put an I apple put on that rug? an apple <laughs> on the owl bear's mouse. Of course I am. Why wouldn't I? Look how gorgeous he oh looks. Oh, goodness. He's a man of many presentations. Now, we should get going, really. I never want to see a rug like that again. I hope I do. <laughs> I start walking out. Okay. Yeah, you guys exit the building. Real, real quick. Before, as yeah. the two of them walk out the door, I just kind of look. I look towards their direction, and I look back towards the drunk, passed-out dwarf on the couch. He's a human. Oh, human? Oh, even worse. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I just I just I just I just walk over. I take out like a single gold piece and just just mm-hmm. place it on his chest as he's yeah yeah as he's just laying on the car uh, on the on the couch. I just he sits there and just I just I just walk away. I catch up before. Falling back asleep. Yeah, you guys all exit. Um, again, another crisp morning. Um, a little bit colder than it has been um, since the storm front came through. Um, it's been fairly chill, and then this uh, morning has been the coldest that you guys have uh, felt uh, this year. And you begin going through, and you look over, and you can see just on the eastern side of the mountain. So on the re- the right side of the mountain. Um, there is, or not on the right side, but in the distance on the mountain range as it continues past, you can see um, the sun beginning to rise in the east. Um, and Athala, this massive city built halfway into the mountain, um, arises in front of you guys as you look um, up at it, seemingly almost bigger than it was yesterday. Now that you're looking at the front of it, um, not just seeing half of it from the side profile, but actually looking at it head on and seeing just how wide it spans and how tall it goes. Um, and this is by far the biggest city that any of you guys have been to. Um, and so you begin making your way towards it, which does not help with its size at all. It just continues to get bigger and bigger as you go up towards it. Melora is uh, visibly uncomfortable. <laughs> I just... Do I, does Catherine notice this? She's it's... visibly uncomfortable. <laughs> I I just I just kind of take a moment and kind of just place a hand on her shoulder and just... Just look. Oh, I know we just met and you don't have to take any advice I ever had. Just breathe. Just keep walking. Don't look at people. Don't pay them any mind. Just we are here and just trying to do our thing. Alright. I can do that. And Catherine will keep moving forward and, fo- and catch up to Havel. Alright. I'll keep walking. Um, but I'm um, I mean as I said I'm visibly uncomfortable but I'm also um, the things that are around me are so weird and <laughs> I also tend to fiddle with things and accidentally break them so uh, with that in mind <laughs> oh dear. I'm trying to keep to myself but perhaps I might see something and try to touch it and then it just breaks and then I just try to <laughs> <laughs> she, she's like a kid at an antique shop <laughs> Thankfully, nature is fairly tough, um, and it, it only takes breaking one corn stalk or stepping on one soybean plant before you kind of get the get the sense of what it can what it can take. Mm-hmm. Um, oh dear. Oh, were you gonna say no. something, right? I'm I'm not leading anymore. I am oh. I am behind. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll say I'll I'll probably I'll probably end up trying to stick closer to Malora than Havel. I so here's the thing. So uh, and I say this to the group. Um, we're going to get about 
I'd like to say about a hundred paces, and you guys are going to make yourself scarce. I'm going to go into the city, and I'm going to retrieve the necessary things to make our lovely uh, woodsmen here a little less likely to get spotted. And when I return, we are going to uh, clean you up a little bit and make you uh, indistinguishable. Understood? It's not a question. Are there, uh, as we're approaching, is there like a gate? Yeah, you can see there's one large gate in the center um, with um, a pillar going up over it. Um, that looks to be going into a watchtower. Um, and you can see that there is um, iron bars that can be lowered, um, but they look to have not been lowered in quite some time. Okay. Um, keeping this gate wide open that you can see in the distance. I tell you what, Havel. Mm. As soon as we enter the city, Malara and I will just find a dark, sketchy alleyway or inn or something. Some place that we can maybe just have a bit of privacy. Not have to worry about other people keeping an eye on us. Well, my lawyer and I just wait. I suppose if it would make you it more comfortable to be within the walls. Um, these well, watch towers don't necessarily bode well for our chances, but I, I severely hope that the guards didn't necessarily notify the rest of their regime of you. As I said, they didn't see me. I snuck in and out of the camp in a flash. I don't even think they know who to be looking for. Are you for. entirely sure of that? I Entirely. Does she look I, like she's lying? I'm very <laughs> roll, roll an insight check. Havel. As you guys are beginning to approach, you can see that there's a lot of people that are, are going towards the city. You can see that many of the farmers <laughs> seem to be going to, and a lot of travelers are coming out of the Ocleron Pass or coming out of the Long Road um, and merging all in this center place and begin making their way into the gates. Are there um, usually this many people? Actually, there's usually more. You get used to it. Uh, I rolled a 17 DM. She seems to be pretty genuine. She she seems like she really does believe that she wasn't caught or something. I was very careful. Okay. No, actually, secretly, secretly, Malora was caught. And this is just a figment of our imagination. By the way... Malora isn't the, here. By the way, <laughs> I put my earrings and necklace back on. Um, for one. Oh, yeah. Two. Um, Alright. Malora. I... Just... On the off chance, I'm not saying that you're not a sneak or that you're not capable of keeping yourself hidden and unseen, but just on the off chance and for the sake of everyone's safety, because I don't want you getting locked up in a cell, all right? You're a free spirit, you're someone that's used to the open wilds, and you wouldn't necessarily do well in a jail cell, so why don't you, um, does your cloak have a hood? I can't tell with your hair. Uh, I think it does, DM. Okay. I believe so. I, it Put does. the hood up, keep your head low, don't look anyone in the eye if you don't have to, and then follow, follow Cather as soon as you get in. I'm going to go a separate way and I'm going to find us something, uh, perhaps a place right. to stay or um, um, of the likes, but uh, just for the meantimes, please. For my sake, for my own mental clarity, I seriously, I... I actually don't want you guys to get arrested, believe it or not. I'm not a fan of that. 
I begrudgingly move my hair out of the way so that the hood fits over it. I have a lot mm. of it and I try to kind of stick it back. I'm just thinking to myself what a pain it's going to be to have to de-rat my hair and put and re-braid it later because the hood is just going to mess all the curls up. Mm-hmm. But I do it, I do what I'm told even though I really didn't like it. I put the hood on and I'm like, alright, fine. While she did that, I also, Cather will take his hair, like kind of just take out and just put it back, you know, and pull it back. Because um, mm-hmm. he himself also has long hair. Um, and I will also put, throw out my hood. And... Havel slicks his hair back, parts his <laughs> eyebrows, and goes, show time. And then just walks forward <laughs> with confidence. Oh, brother. Beautiful. As you guys begin walking forward, it doesn't take very long, probably about 10 minutes before you catch up to the crowd. Um, and there is hundreds of people, um, thousands of people that are streaming into the city right now. Um, you can see that there are several guards along um, the path, them in their um, very regal, uh, well-built full plate armor, um, maroon accents and the maroon sash with the gold trim going around the side. Um, you can see on the um, left plate, their shoulder plate goes down and over their chest, um, creating kind of almost a shield-esque type position when resting. And on that, um, you can see a uh, probably about four inch in diameter circle with a uh, three-headed hydra that's body goes out um, to the left and then curls back around with the middle head breathing fire. Um, what you recognize, uh, Ryan, as the symbol of Athala, or Ocleron in general, I should say. Um, these guards, all well-dressed, um, seemingly very nonchalant um, this seems to be a time of celebration they're happy to have people in the city um, they're not really looking for anyone um, every once in a while you'll see a guard helping um, someone find their way or looking through some papers stuff like that uh, but nobody stops you as you begin making your way towards the gate and eventually through it where you get funneled into um, or you, but you go through the bottleneck that is the gate before expanding out into uh, the largest enclosed space you guys have ever been in. Um, you can see it is several hundred yards back to the inner wall uh, with um, as you look out left and right, um, east and west, you can see that there are what looks to be four rows of housing, quote unquote, that go in and about. Um, once you get past uh, these two rather large plazas, um, one that's very, very massive um, with a large fountain in the middle, and then you can see a little further down there is what looks to be like a recessed amphitheater down in the front um, off to your right as well uh, that you've been going through. As you look into it, you can see um, people cheering and jaunting. You can see people singing. There are um, groups traveling about. There are vendors that are screaming. There are different products that they have. There are different poets standing on top of boxes. Um, there are several uh, people in garbs of gray and blue with their hoods pulled over their faces that seem to be holding um, a circular symbol with um, one circle in the middle and then these two rim circles over it. Um, those people standing about, milling about, talking to different people throughout it. Um, there are hundreds, thousands, more people than any of you have ever seen. The closest being to it um, back in Marencia for you, um, Ryan. Um, otherwise, both you, Melora, and you, Cather, have not seen this many people in one group in your entire lives. Um, up. Up. Um, yeah. Um, going through... 
It's, it's easy to get lost in the crowd and it's very quick that you guys begin to hold on to each other just to keep inside of each other and not get shoved or separated um, as you're being milled I, into the I, city. I breathe in deeply and um, just go, smells like home. Oh. Uh, are you all new to cities? Or, well, Malora you are, but gather and experience. Well, my home was not quite this big. Mm. A shame. I don't think I've ever seen so many people in one space together at one time. Um, I will take this moment to uh, get out my my personal identification, <laughs> more or okay. less. Yeah. My pa- the papers that yeah. I have for identification, at least. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. At what were those? Uh, well, uh, hopefully an easy way in. Yeah, you guys begin making your way through, and nobody asks for papers. Okay. Um, nobody uh, stops you at this moment. Um, you can tell. You can see this gate is probably about 40 feet wide, and it's filled to the brim with people shoving their way okay. through um, with with several guards in and around, but nobody has the ability to stop anyone or talk okay. for papers. It's, it seems like that's not going to be an issue for um, you guys. Looking at the faces of people, does it seem mm-hmm. like people are like more excited or panicked? Excited. They're excited festival. to be in here. Um, yeah, they they are excited to be getting in and having the food and enjoying the, the celebrations. Um, you can see uh, a lot of these folks um, seem to be coming from out of town. Um, a lot of them have um, kind of, they carry garbs of kind of a darker green. Um, which you recognize, Ryan, as a lot more of the official colors of Bravania, East Bravania, um, just east of Ocleron, um, the neighboring a lot country. Of people traveling uh, from very far away. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, this, yeah, this is a very mm-hmm. well sought after celebration. Um, it appears that this is a very popular uh, event. Got uh, got a lot of people from all over the the country or the continent, I suppose, coming to this. Wonderful timing. Um, what is this advance that people are celebrating? I, I assume that it's some sort of autumn festival. I will say this though: we can play to we can play this to our advantage. How do I know how long the festival lasts? What I do I have like a rough idea? Roll a, a history check. Yeah, I'm okay at those. I think. Not when I roll like that. That's only an eleven. Mister <laughs> Mr. DM. I personally like Catherine's never heard of this festival, right? No, no, I didn't think so. I'm from very far away. Melora yes, is like, what's a festival? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, you've, you've heard of the Damnia Festival, um, but it, it ranges. Um, you know it's always on the first day of Demore um, to celebrate um, Demarius bringing uh, a cooling sensation to uh, Athala and such and such. Um, but the, the amount of time that it lasts for varies. Um, there are some that it kind of depends on the season there are some where if it was an especially hot summer it's been known to last for upwards of a week uh, of people celebrating and enjoying themselves um, there have been other festivals that have lasted only a day um, it just kind of depends you're not 100 percent sure on how long this festival is scheduled so, to last i don't have an exact time estimate as to how long this is going to go on but but it could last up to a week and that being said that means that we <sighs> have a week we no 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 we have a week or a we can get shit-faced. And B, you 
will likely not get arrested, even if you were seen. They probably don't even frankly care that you're here. I'm not sure if I would prefer getting arrested over talking. You don't have to talk to anyone. And being around a you lot of people. To talk to all right. At all. That's not a thing that you have to do. Um, do we want to find an inn? I am starving. It is breakfast and I haven't eaten yet. That would be a good idea. Wonderful. Okay. Um. Mm. You guys begin, uh, you guys get through the gate and you see those two large plazas um, and begin making your way about. And we're actually going to hop back over to the uh, other side. You three... Uh, specifically the two in the inn, awaken uh, to a lot of noise. Um, you can hear people singing, you can hear lots of people shouting, people bustling about, you can hear vendors and poets and musicians, you can hear priests um, preaching, you can hear all the sounds of a city that you would hear in different parts of it all at the same time. Um, and it's very, very loud. It actually is what wakes you guys up. Um, you can smell the food coming in and the people coming in and um, the all the the beautiful benefits and drawbacks that come with having so many people in one place there is definitely a, a stench to it of uh, people that have been traveling from afar who haven't gotten to shower in recent days um, but there's also this sense of freshly baked foods um, fine wines being poured everything like that um, and as you guys listen closely you can hear the uh, the dining area beneath you is bustling with people um, you can hear shouting and yelling and laughter. Um, there is one bard in the corner playing music that you can hear, um, and you both awake to this. Tarak, as you awake in the plaza, you almost awake to getting, yeah, you almost awake to getting shoved and jostled out of the way as people begin rushing into the plaza with tents and with places to set up, uh, trying to set up a camp of some sort. Um, you you quickly realize that you're being surrounded by people that you don't know and people of all different ethnicities and sizes and shapes um and it's it's a rather uh unheard of experience for you <sighs> well this is the worst <laughs> i will make my way to the inn and I'll just kind of stand and like look through the door to see if they've come downstairs yet. Yeah, you you go and you make your way towards the inn. At which point, there's a line around the building and into the plaza of um, what you would assume people are waiting for food. Um, and as you peek your head in, you can see that the whole dining area is filled to the brim with people. Um, and uh, the two shopkeepers, along with their several um, servers, are working relentlessly to try and satiate this crowd um, to little avail as it's just that many people uh, but you don't see uh, Renaya and Edward quite down there yet how climbable is this building fairly do I know the the general area I've been to their room yeah I'd say that is you can figure out where the room is yeah 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 if you go around the corner you know that um, the the building, when you enter it, to your right is the dining area, and to your left is the bar, and then the stairs go up and then back over to the uh, the area above it. So if you were to go over and up the stairs, you know that Renaya is on the front of the building and Edward's on the back of the building. So whoever you want to go to. I'll go to Renaya's. 
Okay. Strong. Uh, and I'll try to climb up so I can knock on the window. Yeah, you you can see there's a little uh, there's kind of like a uh, a porch that a covered porch that you can try and get on top of with the windows up above it, and so. You can just reach up and grab that porch as it's only about 10 feet high. Go ahead and just roll athletics to see if you can give yourself a nice muscle up to get up there. 17. Yeah, you just pull and go into a muscle up before standing up on this. And then you can see Renaya uh, just beginning to awake um, in her room. I rapidly knock on the window. Uh, Renaya, as you're like already like kind of disoriented with the noise, suddenly there's a big old rap on your window as you turn and see the still unfamiliar orcish face of of Tarak as his hood kind of frames him in, um, looking through your window. Face goes from startled to confused to okay, we're doing this. <laughs> she goes over to the window. Renaya. Renai, can you hear me through this strange material? Can I open the window? <laughs> yeah, can you can it? slide it up. Ooh, that's strange. Um, it appears as though your lands are under siege. The people have barricaded <laughs> themselves within the city. They are setting up <laughs> fortifications. I fear that the witch has gone on a rampage. <laughs> can... Drag... Can... Does it? We does must it look escape like quickly can, like, before we all die. The window. <laughs> no, definitely not. They're lining up. They're looking for rations within within the inn. I oh fear for God. all of our safety. We must find Samuel quickly and escape up within oh, the hour. I agree with the finding Samuel quickly, but this this is normal. It's so it's okay. We're not we're not under attack. It is normal for your city You're to be under, under siege. siege. There's a festival. It starts today. A, a festival? What? A, a festival? Um. Gesundheit. Thank you. A lot of people <laughs> gather around and and enjoy each other and celebrate things. Um, you know what? You just. So you have had victory in war oh, recently. Okay. Um. Why don't you? Why don't you go back? Down carefully. I will get Edward, and we will meet you outside. Okay. Take care. I shall meet you okay. on the lower ground. I'll just kind of lower myself back down. And she's gonna easy. watch and make sure he gets down. Okay. And then he gets down. He just kind of like goes over and he sits down and then flips over before kind of falling back down, catching himself on the lip. Okay. And I'm gonna turn and I'm gonna head out of my room and knock on Edward's door. So, when you leave your room, and uh, whichever way you have to turn to look towards the entrance of the hallway from the main room, Edward's just standing there, but he's kind of like peeking around the doorway into the room full of people. Um, Ed Edward! Um, I, I look back and I look amazed and terrified. I say, Frenaya, this is insanity. This is how they celebrate things. I mean, I, I think it's somewhat wonderful. There's there's song, there's dance, there's poetry, but I mean, it's so uncivilized. How can you have civilized practices in such of an uncivilized manner? It's it blows my mind. This is amazing. But also, how are we going to get 
through this room and exit this building. Um, we, we walk? There's no room. <laughs> and I'm gonna... <laughs> I can't rub up against uh, countless people. I'll, they'll, I'll smell you terrible. You smell terrible. I you will smell terrible. terrible. Do you smell this room? It smells fairly <laughs> bad. Although it is countered by the smell of freshly baked food quite well. Mm. Perhaps we could escape through the kitchen? I, I don't think that the innkeepers here will appreciate that. Okay, well, I'll give them a little something. It'll be fine. Um, Edward would like to try to find the entrance to the kitchen if there is one from the hallway. Okay, you, you go down the staircase, um, at which point, if you look immediately to your right, you can see the bar, and you can see um, that ginger-haired woman frantically trying to keep people served. Um, if you look past it, you can see that there is um, two people in the kitchen now, a um, couple over the ovens, uh, just managing to try and cook things. One of them goes over and begins chopping vegetables. Um, it seems like they have a large vat of uh, what you could assume is maybe gravy or mashed potatoes, some sort of gray, fairly gelatinous liquid it looks like. Um, and you can see they're all very, very busy. You can't see past the kitchen, um, but that's what you can see. Okay, I wave Renaya over and I say, Renaya, Renaya. She just walks over. <laughs> I say, okay, listen, I'm going to create a distraction and we'll just walk through like, like nothing, nothing has ever happened, but we'll just go in and out and we'll, we won't have to touch all of those people and we can just leave. Okay. How does that sound? Um, yes, 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 please. What do you mean please. by distraction? I, swear to God, I don't want to walk. <laughs> I don't listen. I'll handle it. Uh, hmm. And I pull out my little flute, um, okay. and I go, and by doing so, I will cast um, Minor Illusion. Okay. And kind of by where the lady with the red hair is, I would assume she's kind of at the front by the bar. Yeah, she's behind the bar. I'm going to make a big, like, make it look like a big, like, tanker just fell over and then spilled on the counter. Okay. Um, she looks over that and goes, I shit, uh, before running and grabbing a rag, and she begins to mop it up. Okay, I grab Renaya's arm and I say, go, 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 <laughs> go. <laughs> and I, I start kind of running, like, crouching, running quickly <laughs> through the kitchen, trying to sneak through. So you go back behind the bar, um, at which point you can see there's like a half wall that um, kind of covers the kitchen. And you go back into the kitchen where there's the man um, and his halfling friend who was serving earlier, um, at which point they both look at you and you look about and you see that there's no door back here. Um, and they both go, Oi! Get out of here! Um, before he shakes a spatula at you and begins like almost chasing you out from behind the bar. Uh, that did not go as planned. Uh, I'm so sorry. I thought this was the bathroom, and uh... Renaya's gonna pause for a minute. I'm I'm sorry, and she's gonna leave a three silver on like the on whatever surface is nearby and follow him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well that didn't work. I suppose we have to go through the big room. Yeah, we will. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, you lead the way, I guess? Unless you want me to. 
but I really don't want to. I'll lead the way. And <laughs> and she's gonna she's gonna start walking through and like gently kind of moving people to try and give Edward a little more room, but still like not trying to like shove them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Renai begins politely making her way through, and most people are are pretty respectful of it. There's there doesn't seem to be anybody that's um, in such a big hurry or such a, a frustrated state that they get mad at you for just making your way through. Um, so you begin weaving your way through, much like you do, like kind of side, like walking between people, like when you're at a concert or big through a crowd, um, she begins doing this. And Edward, you wait for just a second before she starts making her way through, before following, and then she just disappears. And you can't see her anymore. <gasps> uh, um, Renaya? Oh goodness, oh golly, and I, I just picture a bunch of people bumping into me at this point, and I'm like, oh, this is bad, this is bad, what would I do, what would I do? Is there a nearby table? Not that's open. Is there a nearby table? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to attempt to climb onto the table. Uh, okay, so you, the closest table that you can have, that you can see, there's one that has five people around it. Most of them human. In fact, all of them human. All of them enjoying food and laughing and enjoying drinks. It looks like they have biscuits and gravy in front of them, all enjoying a good glass of ale. And you go up and you just go, uh, excuse me, excuse me, and like step on yes. one of their thighs to, to yes. kind of step up and then step onto the table before they all look at you. And one of them just stands up and grabs your shirt and throws you down onto the ground. <gasps> Get off the table. Ah! Oh! How could you? That hurt! You stepped I'm on my thigh! Well, I'm looking for my friend! So go look somewhere else, not on top of my table! Well, you nearly kicked over my food! I I guess I'm sorry. I, As you, you should be! On your way! Get out okay. of here! Do you own this table? Yes! Go! Ah, uh, fine. Uh, Renaya! And I look for a second table? <laughs> uh, at this point in time... Tarak has gotten worried that uh, they've been killed by marauders or something. <laughs> um, some, somehow they've died. Uh, so he'll just shove his way and just kind of bust through the doors. Uh, you bust through the doors, standing nice and tall. And this bustling, hurrying room goes quiet for just a second. They all look at you before all returning to their food and their drink. Renaya, Ed Edward, Edward. Do I see any of them? Do I have, like, an angle? As you go through the door, Renaya has made her way through the crowd and just, like, pops up right in front of you out of the crowd. Oh, thank goodness, Renaya, you're okay. And I look back... Oh, no. Um... He's been trampled. He's dead. Oh. Oh. The far... Oh. Oh. We'll have to recover the body. I start pushing my way through the crowd looking I cast a minor illusion once more and make like a small firework above where I am. And I'm like, I'm right here! <laughs> uh, Fires of war! Yeah. You you begin shoving your way through. And most people step out of your way before you even touch them. Realizing just how large you are. Um, before almost a little bit of a path clears. Do you see <laughs> Edward on the ground with his finger up in the air? Renaya's falling <laughs> by. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Before you could see Edward just almost quivering oh. as you arrived, Tarak. Heavens be oh. praised, she's alive. I just Thank I just pick him up. It's in a very like once again I just cradle him like a babe. <laughs> I, I look up at him when he does that and I say, 
I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I say, it doesn't matter, you're alive. I was afraid that these monsters got you. Well, they we, did. We must away, quickly. And I, I go just reverse direction. I say, Renaya, quickly, if you can't run, I, I shall I, carry you. I, thank, thank you, I can walk. <laughs> I bust through the doors the other direction this time. Yeah, you guys make your way out of the inn and into the plaza where it's a little bit less congested. Um, there's a lot more kind of performers about people that aren't quite as crowded and congested, especially now that they're not trying to get food. Um, and it's breathable out here. <sighs> I set Edward down. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like stone-faced. Are you two okay? Oh, I am completely fine. I... I fear for the lives of most people here. I've had some pretty bad nightmares. And I don't know if I've ever been more afraid for my life than I was in that tavern. I never want to go back. I can't believe I'm here. Can we please just find this flipping kid and get on with our lives? I mean, that's a little rude, but... Well, you know what, Tarak? Picking me up like a child was a little rude, okay? You were lying on the ground. I feared your legs were broken. Okay. Mm-hmm. Renaya, what's the next move? Um... Tarak, what's the next move? I look, is, are there any suspicious figures in this crowd? Uh, what would you define as suspicious as an orc in a foreign country? Um, non-human people, um, because, yeah, humans are really common here. Yeah. Um, anyone that looks like a witch. Um... (laughs) You you look out in the crowd and you can see one hunched over woman with gray hair, um, kind of, and a cane making her way across the plaza. Quickly, pull out your card. How bright does it shine? <laughs> I pull it out. Um, <laughs> you pull out the card and it's, uh, it's no more, it's no, it's not any brighter than it was last night when you guys arrived at the inn. Um, well, I guess it's worth a shot. What? 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 We should follow what? her. She will lead us back to Samuel, I'm sure. I look over. <laughs> I look over to see what they're talking about. You look over, you can see that there is a hunched over woman. Uh, she currently just has a, a, a cloak on to try and stay warm. Um, you can't see her face, but you can just see grayed hair hanging down as she's hunched over with a cane um, traveling across the plaza um, back towards um, the shop that towards the general direction of the shop that you had gone to um oh no no um I I I don't I don't think she's what we're looking for I shall trust your input although I do not believe there's any way to possibly live that long without fey magic at work um, and, Fair uh, point. Um, exactly how long do you think she's lived for? Probably 2,000 years. Okay. Um, 
just off of a base glance. I would have to, it would require examination of some sort, but the hair. How long do you live for? Me? I mean anyone, honestly. I've only known orcs. I... Our average lifespan, we die around the age of 26. Noted. The oldest one I've ever okay. met was 40. Well, how old are you now? 13. <laughs> Edward just tries to stifle a laugh. <laughs> we are fully grown by the age of 12. How, what, how long does it take you? Mm, uh, I mean, know. you are Luke Gijakishi, so I imagine <laughs> it would be quite a long time for um, you. What was that? What did you call me? Lugijakishi. A flower uh, in the blood. It translates to elf in your language. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hmm. Cool, I guess. Um, yes, I, I do have elf in my blood, which means I, I live a whole lot longer than 40 years. My like, mother, what, who like knows how long 70, she'll live. Like 80? Mm, probably Renaya more. just kind of scratches her head and looks around. <laughs> <laughs> As you okay. look around, you can see there's many, many, uh, many people about. Lots of people, like I said, there are poets and musicians and performers. Um, what's most colorful to you? What's most noticing to you is how much brighter the lower ring seems with just the decorations and how much cleaner it looks. All in the course of a night, um, between the ribbons that go across the blue and the gray and the silver ribbons that go across. Um, and uh, you can see that in the plaza there's actually um, that uh, circular symbol um, that you can see a couple of these um, cloaked figures carrying. That circular figure symbol has been painted on the plaza with the center circle, um, with that center circle making up the fountain um, in this very nice bright blue color um, with silver trim around it. Um, it just really livens up this typically very dreary and drab portion of the city. She's gonna give a little smile and then turn back and be like, Um, I I feel like as lovely as all of this is, we're running out of time. I would agree. This, what you called a fest, a mm -hmm. festival? <laughs> ah, it is perhaps quite troublesome. What, what are you, what is the purpose of this? Why are these people, I've heard tales of them, but I've I did not believe it would be this tumultuous. Well, as soon as we find Samuel, we'll we'll have you experience it yourself. How about that? I'm not experiencing it now. There's music and dancing. It's quite wonderful. Yes, but there's also activities and food and lots of chatter. But that's not important right now. Yes. Now we have quite literally zero leads. As far as I can tell, other than this letter, shall we go to the place where it shone bright as the last and create a perpendicular walking motion just to see if it grows brighter in certain directions? We can certainly try that, but I mean, good luck with those crowds. And I'm not letting you mm. carry me. I mean, if you can walk, I would encourage I can walk. So, you guys begin to go back in the direction, um, eventually finding your way. Uh, as you make your way down, you you know that there are two staircases that come around towards the front gate 
um, just a little ways past the plaza. Like they can go up and over the plaza and go up to the two, uh, the east and west gate that go up to the second level. Edward, you know this especially. Um, and as you guys begin making your way over, after about 30 minutes of going back and forth and really trying to like pinpoint the location, you eventually settle on this uh, undered archway of this staircase that comes around. And you can see there is um, a small door uh, that is there that seems to be kind of the general location of where it shines brightest. Um, but it is locked currently. Hmm. Well. Tarak. I don't like archways. This is bad, Omar. I really, really, really desperately hope this is the pretty girl that I met in the shop and not some crazy witch because I'm not going to lie. I'm quite terrified. Hmm. It's Renaya. probably both, honestly. Witches can shapeshift at will. What? Well, yes, you didn't... I forget. You aren't taught to these things. No, I'm Yes, not... they can present themselves as young, beautiful uh, animals, however they would seek uh, best mm. fit to creep into your dreams. is gonna just kind of she did lean s- over to Edwin and be like, it's okay, I didn't know that either. Oh, okay, good. Um, well, she did seem a bit suspicious. Hmm. How are we going to get through this door, or do we... What, what are we going to do? Because I've never faced a witch. I can cast some small spells, but I don't think I can cast witch-level witch spells. So, I'm not sure how exactly we're going to get through this one. Unless you have some magic plan, Tarak. Well, it would be rude to break down the door. But it's a witch, though. It's also rude to steal a child. Well, yes, it would be it, well. It would be rude to steal a child. No, that would be illegal. Well, better to be rude than illegal. And I go and I try to kick <laughs> down the door. <laughs> uh, yes. Go ahead and make an athletic check. Nineteen. Oh, you go through and you go to bust down the story kick it rather hard um and as soon as you kick it you can tell this is probably about four inches thick of solid oak um and you go in and kick this and you feel your whole leg almost like shiver and jostle as you can feel yourself rattling around trying to bust down this door and it does not budge that's that seemed a little bit um well, if it is a witch, then most likely they have it um, magically enchanted in some way. I'm, I'm sure they would never leave their door unguarded, especially next to Let me arch. try something. So, I'm looking at the spell Mage Hand right now. Okay. And it says uh, I can... Affl- well, a spectral floating hand appears at a point I choose within range. Mm-hmm. It never mentions sight. Okay. Um and it is dispelled if it's more than 30 away from, 30 feet away from me um, okay. or if I you know dispel it mm-hmm. so I'm wondering can I can I like feel around with mage hand like can I cast it on the other side of the store and try to feel for like something on the other side to let us in yeah go or ahead and roll like, crazy nope, nope. <laughs> roll a, roll a or perception check with disadvantage Rinai okay. is gonna go over cool. to Tarak while this is happening that was supposed to be cooler than it was I think you looked very strong, actually. It was a very, very good kick. She's going to turn and look back. (laughs) 
<laughs> and and I look back after doing my little woobly thing and I say, well, you know, it was worth a shot because I got nothing. <laughs> it's just a door, I guess. There's no, no handle, nothing uh, as far as I can tell. Hmm, well, I'm out of ideals. Track, you wanna, you wanna try to like bust it down? You know? I'll, I'll turn to Renaya and I say, would you like to assist me? I will do my best. I am not as strong as the rest of my brethren, but I can try. I can help. Wait, how are you helping? One, Renaya? two, ha! Are you guys both kicking together? Yeah. Okay, you can either both roll an athletics check, or you, one of you can roll with advantage. I'll give it a shot with advantage if you Go want. Go for it. Man. Oh. Yay! Hey. <laughs> Does a 20 meet the DC? <laughs> so you both go in, and you feel the door creak as you go and kick it this time. Um, but it still doesn't budge quite as, as much as you'd like. Like You can feel it creak a little bit. But it's not quite, it, didn't, it doesn't bust in, you don't uh, break the latch on it or anything like that. Hmm. Uh, okay, stand, enchanted. stand back. Stand back. I stand back. I'm going Please to defeat it with your witchcraft. I'm going to try something. I don't do, I haven't done this many times, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try it and see if it does anything. I take a deep breath. And I like take a stance. And I go, ha! <laughs> and when I do that, I cast Thunder Wave on the door. Um. Okay. <laughs> the door has to make a constitution save. <laughs> yeah. Give me. Give me, one, give me one second. Let me just double check some stuff real quick. If it fails. It's pushed ten feet. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah, I gave it my all. I was just afraid. <laughs> Doris is Look, one of my weaknesses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nothing can stop an orc except a door. It's true. Okay, to be fair, Trax's heart was only half in it. So <laughs> you go ha, and halfway through you going ha, there's this booming crack of thunder as this explosion of dust erupts from Edward, covering him in dust for just a moment that you guys can't even see him. Um, all of the the confetti and decorations and everything around him within about 15 foot cube surrounding him blows away um, and this door reach in and you can actually see that the the door is like pushed in a good ways but it's not open quite yet Woo! now that had some kick the dust oh. settles and all three of you are covered in dirt and dust <laughs> Oh, it's well, dirty, but it was almost worth it. The rush. Oh, man. I'll be honest. You surprised me. I surprised that myself. Was very well done. Thank very you. well done, Edward. Oh, thank you. Okay. Well, well now what? It appears as though you've made a dent. <laughs> hmm. Yes. I don't... One last try? For good time's sake? Now, are you asking me to do that again? No. Okay, I was good. asking Raya if she'd like to attempt. Maybe, maybe if we have solutioned. Yes, at all. I, I, I don't like suppose there's idea. a window. Actually, there, come to think of it, there is the window. This is just a doorway, just a, a door in the middle of the inner wall, um, mm. beneath the archway. Well, shall we, Renaya? One last kick for good old time's sake. 
Why not? Together. Right. <laughs> sure. Uh, normally, if we're doing this one more time, I'd, I'd have you guys roll with disadvantage. So I'll just have you guys, one of you do a flat roll. Since you guys get advantage from... Rana, how confident are you in your athletic ability? <laughs> yeah, I've, got a, I've got a plus four. I'm just going to tell you that. You got it. <laughs> All right. It's not stellar, but it's what I've got. <sighs> no. So you go in. Renaya kind of just says, like, hey, <laughs> like, this looks like the weak spot. You should kick here. And you go in and you... Yeah. But, you know, you've never been one to love the physical side of life. You know, you've been one to enjoy the smell of flowers and the way the breeze feels, and you go and you kick as much as as much as your heart can give, and it doesn't move at all. I apologize. <clears throat> um, I'm not very good at this. It's okay. Well, kind of stuff. Okay, let's think. We could wait. We could try to find others to help us get in here, but that seems kind of sketchy. We're like, oh, we're looking for a witch, and they're like, why? You know? Um, well, because it's a witch. Well, I suppose, but uh, nonetheless, I what? This is hard. This is so hard. I well, could be I could be sitting on a chair in my garden with a glass of wine. But no, I'm standing here covered in dust, trying to get in a weird door for a witch. Now come to think of it, witches, right? Mm-hmm. They love just ruining people's lives, mm -hmm. doing all yeah. sorts of... And this is a festival, festival. which has lots of people. Yes. Fest yes. Festival? Fe festival. Just go. It, it is a celebration of shorts. There's so many people around here. She has to have some, like, familiars hidden amongst the crowds, uh, stealing children, mm. um, poisoning people's drinks. If we wander around enough, I'm sure we'll find something relatively that is totally familiar. Renaya is going to let out a sigh, and you can see she just looks defeated. And she's just gonna go down and kind of, like, just knock on the door. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> so, <laughs> your plan to rack, since that didn't work, your plan to rack is to wander the streets looking for someone who might know something, or, or, or a fake person, right? Yes? Hmm? Uh, that pretty much sums it up. Or I could do this. And I look over, is there some kind of shop? Some there kind are, of shop with a table. There are many. Edward's mad. Edward just walks up to the to the shop and says, Can I borrow your table very quickly? I won't take it anywhere. Please. Please. You you can see you, you've approached a, a, a gnomish woman um, that looks to be having uh, a heyday selling flowers and bou um, bouquets um, as people want to be able to celebrate and share this with her. Um, and she has one little round table um, that is currently off in the corner that has several um, well-made bouquets and um, flower displays on it. And she kind of looks over it and she goes, you want my table? I just want to use it for a moment. Please. Uh, to sit down or 
No. Are you planning on taking it? I will give you a gold if you let me use it for like one moment. I won't take it anywhere. I won't do anything. Nothing will be harmed. I just need it. I need it so badly. Three gold. Fine. Three gold. Sure. And so just she sticks out, out her hand. I pull out three gold. There you go. There's three gold. Um, she immediately goes over and takes off a couple bouquets. Um, Edward stands on the table and he oh. looks at the crowd in anger and says, excuse me, travelers. You can see that there's a couple people that stop. Um, several people keep moving by, but there's a few people that stop and look up at you. I am looking for a child named Samuel. I am tired. I am dirty. I've come a long way and I don't want to be here. Please, if anybody knows anything about a child named Samuel or a witch, come and talk to me. And I step off the table and I say, thank you. And I wait. She, she nods. At which point, this you can see this little kid comes up to you um, with black hair. And this this little boy. And he goes, my, my, my brother's name is Samuel. Your brother's name is Samuel. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is he missing? No. Oh, dang. Wait. Hold on. I bring him over to Anaya and I say, do you recognize this kid? You've never seen this kid before in your life. Did you just grab a kid? But he came hey, to me. Hey, Mister, could you could you let go of my wrist? That kind of hurts. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, you can go. I don't think you know anything. Whatever. Your brother. Whatever. Um. We go through. Uh, the kid just campers off into the crowd. Um. Before. Uh. Disappearing. Um. Sorry. We just lost Aaron for just a second. Oh no. We did lose Aaron. Oh no! Uh, we'll keep going and he'll come back, I'm sure. Um, as you're going through, the the kid scampers off um, and you guys are left to your means. Um, we'll hop back over to um, Renaya, uh, not Renaya, but Melora and Ryan and all of them. Um, you give me just one second. Let's see if that works. So, you guys. You guys have made your way into the city, um, re, um, realizing that you probably don't quite need a disguise or anything, um, and realizing that you probably have a fair amount of time that you can just um, enjoy yourselves. What would you like to do? Um, I... Hmm... Hmm... <laughs> That's a good question. I never thought I got this. I'd get this far. Um, <laughs> uh, Gather. 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 <laughs> yes, sorry. Uh, <laughs> we'll go. Oh, perfect. Oh, there he is. He's back. <laughs> there he is. Oh, good. That means I didn't have to fix anything. <laughs> Except, uh, except that Havel and Track are now switched. Oh, yep. well, that, that, that's easier to fix. <laughs> oh, dear. Beautiful. Wouldn't it be a first dream without... Uh, <laughs> without technical <laughs> right? Beautiful. Cathar? Uh, yes. Um... So I suppose the thing that I'm going to ask you is, um, what exactly are you looking for, information-wise? Um, hmm. Well, 
I'm, I suppose, just a starting at a general library, specifically of of the gods, and the pantheon. Are you so so? Is there? Can you not give me specifics? Ah, uh, well, okay. I am concerned about the gods that uh, hold dominion over death. Mm, 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 mm. Um. Is is that all? Well, uh, I mean, the thing is, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to understand who they are, mm, and, mm-hmm. and why they care about me for mm. some reason. And I know that you have your own strange, whatever mm-hmm. view. Mm-hmm. But I am on this mm-hmm. journey, and I'm not going to just give up just I, because. Like, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to be completely honest. Um, I frankly don't care what you do with the majority of your livelihood if you decide that you want to give it to the gods. Um, more power to you, I suppose. Um, you doing all right, Malor? By the way, everything all right? I, I'm a bit overstimulated, but um. I suppose sure. I'm Are you fine. hungry? You want food? We should probably um, go get food. Actually, we were in the middle uh, of doing that. I suppose I could. I could use some. Yeah. DM the closest in. <laughs> <laughs> you look across that main courtyard, and you can see a line oh. coming out of this building and wrapping around the uh, the courtyard. Um, that's just the twelve cranes in in front mm. of it. Mm. You know, uh, I'm not too hungry i'm not hungry enough for that um uh, yeah the, the line is is out of the building mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I... um quick Ooh. um never mind just as you guys are are standing here trying to talk and, and figure out a plan you guys are constantly being bumped and jostled and kind of thrown about okay. um, um not in like a rude way of people like trying to like shove you or be rude it's just uh, mm. the way you are standing and the amount of people that are it's just impossible let's, not to get rubbed up against and moved yeah. about uh yeah let's let's go towards the end at least yeah hannah can you fix your uh oh there it is there it is there we go okay yeah um all the technical difficulties oh i'm so sorry oh my god so perfect i I didn't know anything so you guys make your way uh in towards the end kind of shoving your way through the crowd um and as you're going by you can see as you make your way through the first uh kind of couple rows you can see that the the back alleyways seem to be a Mm -hmm. lot clearer um but you continue through that plaza heading towards that inn at least. And once you actually get into the plaza and you're out of the road, it is a lot less congested and it's much easier to oh, that's move nice. about. That's question, nice. DM question. Um, do I see any signs for a, you know? Um, roll a perception check. For a thing? Nudge, yeah, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, no, there are too many people. I rolled that wasn't that's a nat one, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> As you're looking about, it is it is definitely hard to see um, how who's here, do, what they're doing. Do I know um, of any correspondent fountains? Not specific. 
Not specifically in Athala. Ah. Uh, <laughs> why is my life so hard? Havel says this right? out loud, by Havel, the way. Havel, what, what, what is it? Well, here the problem is. So, I... I want to help you all. Really, I do. I really do. But the you amount keep of... saying that. No. I... Is it so hard to believe that I actually want to help you all? Well, you... we are complete strangers. You did save me, though, from a storm. I suppose I would have been washed away and probably killed by bandits by then if it weren't for you. <laughs> so, thank you for that. Um, no, and I do want to help you. I do want to help you. I want to help you both immensely. Trust me, I'm a man of charity. But, small issue. Um, there are too many people and I can't get my bearings. So, uh, we're going to... We're going to do something here. Um, hmm... There's no other inn. There's no other inn? Nothing? It's all busy? Mm, not at Freaking this particular lunch rush. Um. <laughs> okay. Um, well, um, if you guys are willing, well, I suppose we could go to the library now the, and uh, wait until the rush hour is over. Oh. Audio issues once, once more. Someone? Oh, oh, ah, <laughs> that was, that's weird. Um, so we could, we could go to the library. Um, I, that is uh, a very good point. You could go to the library. I actually, now that I think about it, I just, I just remembered there is something I actually really need to take care of. Oh, by the gods, there is something I really need to take care of. Um... So seriously, my goodness. Okay, give me give me one second. Um, <laughs> I so I can't see anything. I don't. There's no. There's nothing. None. No one. Not a single one. There's there's nobody that you can see that is no what you're looking for. No one. This is a big city. What what the heck? <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Uh. Melora? If you could. I. Uh, okay. So. Weird. Weird request. request. How good are your eyes? Um. I'm very, very good. good. Very good. Um. Right. Do you buy any chance see like anything that resembles eh, you know what it's fine um <laughs> no 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 you, you know it mm, that would be a very bad idea Havel. that would be a very bad never mind thank you so much for uh for uh wanting to assist me um do do is uh mm, mm. oh oh Actually, actually, um, Cather. Yes. You're you're looking for more information on the gods. Why don't we go to a temple? Why don't we go to a temple? Find or find someone of holy nature. I don't. I don't know. All right. I mean, well, that's a good idea, I suppose. Well, the, see, the problem um, is though, I don't. Um, 
Do 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 you really think that you'll find um, information about old gods of death in a library? That's a f- that's a fair point. Is there is there a rather large library here, DM, in the city? Um, roll a oh, uh, roll God. a history check. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Uh, why? Why? <laughs> I need to switch dice. That was another nat one, guys. I'm not having a good time right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you're thinking about it, you this is not a city that you have been in. You haven't traveled here before. You you knew vaguely of it and kind of it being the capital of your neighboring country and stuff like that. Um, but you do not okay. remember anything. Cather, as you're going through... You came here specifically for a religious reason, knowing that this is one of the um, more prestigious areas to uh, right. worship the human gods and so on and so forth. And so you know that somewhere in this city there are temples and areas for just about every one of them. Okay, guys. well, I guess, um, how do I do this? Um, cause I, uh, cause I doubt if I gave a description of who I was looking for, nobody could tell me and point me in the right direction. <laughs> um, I guess I will, um, just like, is there, is there like any sort of guard nearby? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can see there's one, um, he looks to be probably young, uh, pretty young human man, um, maybe 19, 20, like barely just made it into the guards. Um, in his, in that gold, in that, uh, full plate armor with the gold, with the maroon trimmed and the sash and all this, all that good okay. stuff that yeah, I yeah, described yeah. earlier, uh, standing there with the scraggly beard and, uh, I'll hair. just kind of, I'll just kind of casually wander over to him and just, uh, politely ask, is it, um, guard, uh, could I, could I ask a question of you? You're, you're, you're familiar with the, the area, the, with the town. Yes. Yes, I am. What are you looking um, for? Um, where, how are the temples? here situated second level either side go up the stairs and he points you can see pretty far down to the uh to the west or not actually to the east um you can see there's a staircase that begins lead up to the second uh, level uh thank you hey. and i'll make my way back over to have a little more hey dm did we hear the clap of thunder <laughs> <laughs> okay Wh- how long ago was that <laughs> how long ago was that um, it was probably about okay. 10 minutes ago. Oh, interesting. Didn't know that they got rain here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so did you figure, did you figure anything out? I guess. Well, uh, he said that the temples were on the second level on either side of the city. This sec. Oh, <laughs> um, Okay. Well, do you, do we want to go to the temples? Do um, did you ask him about a library? Because I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't know where the library could be. Well, to be to be honest, I like I like the idea of the temple better. Okay, okay, that's fair. Do we want to head to a temple, Malo- uh, um, Malora? Yeah, mm-hmm. I just kind of look over, just like. Would you prefer- almost almost cheapishly look over to Malora? <laughs> I didn't care much where we go. I have to go. Where do you guys go? 
I quite liked the idea of being in an alley by ourselves, but if we need to go somewhere now, we can go to a temple, that's I mean, I quite like the idea of an alley as well, but um, we're kind of in a strange predicament. Um, is is there... Well, I died. No, let's, just, let's just go find a temple. We're, we're sitting here doing nothing. Let's go Let's go find a temple. Is, what, what else? All right. All right, yeah. You guys begin heading east um, and quickly find that it's much easier to stick to the alleys to make mm-hmm. your way east than it is to make your way through the main road. And so you guys can compromise and go be through, be going through the alleys. Um, Keeping an eye yes, out? Ryan? Just any, any, you okay. know. <laughs> yeah, got it. I just poked oh, my no. eye. Oops. <laughs> um, <laughs> I went to go tap my nose and I poked my eye. Um, yeah, uh, definitely yep. keep an eye out. Um, uh, Edward and Tarak, along with Renaya. You guys have been standing here for just a little bit, um, kind of in the general vicinity of that door, not really knowing what to do. Tarak has begun milling about looking for familiars. Um, and you guys have kind of made your way a little ways west um, before... Renaya, you look back um, as you guys been kind of wandering about and making your way. You look back and you can actually see the door open and you can see um, a woman and two men step out. Um, it's hard to see their faces. Um, you can't quite tell, but you see a woman and two men step out before closing the door and making their way through the crowd and then into um, an alley on the far way. Okay, I'm sorry. My dog broke in. What happened all before that? <laughs> <laughs> so... You guys have just kind of been, it's been a few minutes, you guys have been sitting about, hanging about um, before, uh, just kind of wandering about, you guys kind of vaguely started looking for familiars and just trying to figure out something to do as nobody was really being able to help you and everything like that. Um, Before, as you've made your way slightly west, a little bit away from the door, you kind of looked back over your shoulder and you saw a woman and two men exiting that door, make their way across the road and into the far alley. So Mr. DM, did we all see this? Just the three of you. Just the three of us. Okay. Um, yeah, I turn to Tarak for sure, and I say, Thank God! Something! Someone! The door opened. Did you see? The people came out. We have to do... We have to go. We have to do something. Yeah, we should follow them. Renai is already yes. following them. <laughs> yes. Look, she's already going. She has the right idea. Mm-hmm. As, well, I, now. As well, I need you, you to go, go to so I can follow them. you. <laughs> Tarak begins uh, leading the way with Edward closely behind him, kind of, you know how like aerodynamics of a car, there's always that pocket behind them that that Mm -hmm. stays kind of streamlined. Edward's hanging out in that pocket right behind Tarak as he's making his way through as he's following Renaya. And you guys begin following them back through um, and you can vaguely see the tailcoats of those people moving about before they cut through another alley and you begin chasing around them um, before eventually you keep going around. Um, you guys continue through and they go a little further west before what looks like they almost do a double back as you can't quite tell. Again, you can't. You never saw their faces, so you're trying to just follow these through um, and it looks like they almost began to pick up that they were being followed and it seems like they did a double back. And You guys begin heading back east following these three people. Um, are you guys going to approach them? You guys are beginning to make gains on them. I um, I uh, cast disguise self real quick. Okay. Um, and what do you make I, look like? I make myself look like a just a normal marketplace 
shops person, but right. I'm gonna be cool. decked out. Wait, so disguise self, I can also change my clothing, right? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So I'm going to also look like I'm in like freaking party garb and I'm gonna okay. try to kind of like make my way through the crowd in front of them. Mm -hmm. And then I'm gonna oh, just- you... You first. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, what are you gonna say? Okay, you begin no, making your way through the crowd and get in yeah. front of them. Okay, perfect. And then I just freaking lay, like, I pretend like I'm bumped by a person and I just lay myself out in front of them. I'm like, oh! And I, like, fall on the path and I'm like, oh, I'm hurt, I'm so sorry! And I'm, like, clearly blocking their way. Melora, Havel, and, uh, and Cather, as you guys are beginning to sneak your way through this alley, um, you can kind of feel like there's a couple people behind you before <laughs> this kind of scraggly common <laughs> man decked out in potty gear splays out in front of you, um, screaming about how he's hurt and how he can't. Havel steps help. over I'm him. I'm grabbing at their legs. <laughs> uh, so, question, Why how well do I see that he will, he actually fell, or do I think that they like shoved him to the ground? Like how how good of a sight did I have? Okay, from my perspective, DM, how much does this look like they're like this is a setup for me to be robbed? <laughs> uh, Aaron, you can't quite tell. He might have fallen, and he might have gotten shoved. You're not quite sure. Havel, uh, <laughs> can I also do the same? Yes. Uh, let's use this die. Fifteen. <laughs> uh, I will real quick 15? just divine sense. Okay. Um, remind me again, what is... Fae fiend or undead. undead. Okay. Okay. You don't sense um, anything fae fiend or undead. Um, but you go through... Um, Ryan, you think about this and this is this is pretty yeah, cliche yeah, yeah. um you know two people behind the distraction in front you know you're kind of like whoa um same thing for you drew like you you're not quite for the same sense but you can I, it seems like there's something a little uh -huh. fishy over here i draw my I just, sword <laughs> same <laughs> I, I draw i i, I so i, see, I draw I my sword face yeah. the two behind us and i go everyone check their coin purses <laughs> uh, i point at him I say, Ramaya, the witch's puppets, they've drawn blades! Now, now, hold on. I'm just on. trying to get Edward off of my legs. He still, he said he was grabbing legs. I'm just trying to like, what are you on about? Will you get off yeah, me? Because I didn't but, like being touched. By this point, I stand up and I'm like, I stand in front of them. I'm like backing up, trying to slow them down. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I've just been going on a rager. And I just, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm going very slow in front of them, like... What is this all about? Do you mind, fella? We're, we're trying to get to the I temple. I just fell. I Where look, is Samuel? Who's Samuel? I look behind I them. Was... What? <laughs> Their memories must have been wiped by the what? witch. What? <laughs> Quickly, we must bring them. Like, what are so you confused. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? What witch are you talking about? What is going on? Who are you? I very cautiously, with one arm, I have no weapons out. Oh, I'll approach. Weapons still out. Kind of like weapons still approaching out, a wild animal. I'll shake. <laughs> you think that you are in a terrible situation. You are not. Your mind has been is it poisoned just me or by is the witch's actually talking. <laughs> okay, we just got here. I didn't know what 
you're on about. I didn't know what happened. I don't know who's Samuel, but uh, we just got here and we're just trying to get through to a temple or something. I don't, I didn't know, but why are you- I put my sword away. I'm sure you're going after the clerics. That was your real goal the whole time. I'm onto your tricks. Renaya is slowly lowering her mace. <laughs> Tell us where Samuel is. Tell us where Who's Samuel, Samuel is. Why are you saying it so weird, Samuel? Samuel. He is saying it kind of weird. He's saying, what? He's saying, You're saying he's it saying weird. He's saying Samuel. Sam, Sam. Renaya is just going to... Can I make just an insight check on all Same. three of them? Uh, yes, both of you make insight checks. Oof. I'm still arguing about yeah. how <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those I'm things arguing like... back. Five. What? Five. Uh, I got no. I got nothing. This, this is yeah. sketch, bro. I, like, you know, these people show up. They they jump in front of you. They, they're accusing they us of working with a with they're witch. They're skewing about witch's yeah. magic. Like, this is sketch, bro. What you nineteen? Oh, these guys have no clue. They're so confused. Now, do you? Are you going to leave us be? We're just literally boys, trying to get boys, to a temple. Boys. They're not gonna help us. What? What? Wait. Okay. What? What guild are you a part of? What? This is the worst, most. This is the worst organized job I've ever seen in my entire life. What? Oh, what are you? Are you folks trying to mug us right now? I didn't have any money. Uh, what? 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 Why are you um, standing in front of us right okay. now? Okay. Okay. Back up. Back up. Back up. Why did you walk out? Of that door. Because and then I just points to Edward. We needed to, to go through. Continue on our way. It's a door. Do you do you realize what a do door does, right? You you go through it. You open it up and you go through it. I, I I take out Edward. my card and look Edward. at it. Yes. <laughs> uh, the the card isn't uh, any. It's about the same distance to that it normally it would be. It's glowing about the same dimness that it was a little ways away because you're not too far away from that door um i will point out to the three of you who crossed through the archway um uh, you you passed through the gate not the door just saying uh, mm-hmm. yeah so, we don't even know what you're talking about with the doors I, there may have been a misunderstanding understand, understand. oh we were i think we're wrong i think we're wrong yes you very much right you think you're wrong do you, yes. do you do you um, normally we're... just take just pick out three random people that look semi suspicious? Nice one. Just I'd... choose to get in, get in the way. I do believe that my lawyers are going to hear about this. Um... Actually, <sighs> well, my lawyers will beat your lawyers, but that's besides. All right, all right. No lawyers need to get involved. Now, all I want to know is what you're doing, tripping in front of people and trying to stop them. And who's Samuel? And why do you need help? And why did you choose us? And I don't like being here and I don't like people. So if you could just tell me what you want so we can be on our way. If you had any smarts, you would listen to the lady. Yeah, she, she has a short fuse. Edward looks at Renaya. Or not Renaya. Edward looks at Malora and says, You are so loud. Also... <laughs> Renaya? I just I, I I I cover his mouth. I just cover his mouth. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. Renaya, I, explain. I just stare deeply at him. I'm just like, 
choose your words very carefully. I, I would if I read that, um, Yes. Now, I point. look to Renaya, or Tarak. Now, does this one speak for you too? Um. I am Renaya. <laughs> You're sure that this was a misunderstanding? They don't know what's going on. And I just go over, and I'm like, just grab Edward and pull him back, and I'm like, my apologies. Um, we're, now, wh- we're kind of- Where are you looking for? Um, there's, there's a little boy. His name's Samuel. Um, he was taken, and I'm trying to find him. I know which took or, him. Or, all right, well, that is very concerning. Well, I mean, we didn't know anything about it, but um, I mean, I know you're on your way to the temple, but this sounds much more interesting. And besides, a child is involved. I feel like we, we should step I in. I would agree, Mundar. Actually, I'm. If it, if there is someone who needs some help from a witch, <laughs> I. I've never fought a witch before, but I suppose there's six I... of us. If that is our goal. Why, why is it, why is it that I always get stuck having to save children? Why is that such a common thing? <laughs> I, I just... Do I, can I actually, like, see their appearances? What do you mean their appearances? I mean, we do have our hoods over... Yeah, yeah I I don't. at this point, I'd I probably don't. Pull, yeah. pull my hood back. At this point, Melora's pulled her hood back and she, she lets her hair out and she's like, listen, I may not have many soft spots, but uh, one of them I do have is for children. So if we have the time, I'd be happy to help you. Now that uh, you guys have all pulled back your cloaks and relaxed just a little bit, well, we're going to take this moment to actually describe our characters. Uh, Everyone except for <laughs> Edward as he's not currently... I actually, I, I did drop this spell. I said it amidst the okay, boss. perfect. <laughs> awesome. We'll just go in order. Um, Renaya, Cather, Havel, Edward, Melora, Tarak. Renaya is a very tall elf. Well, not very tall, but a tall elf. Um, she has very thick black hair that she usually keeps tied in like a loose ponytail. Um, she has these green eyes. Um, and she just has a very approachable demeanor to her especially now that she feels horrible for (laughs) scaring these people um but yeah uh right so cather uh is a fairly tall and and well-built uh blue-skinned elf that looks with with dark dark uh almost purple skin with actually like dark almost navy blue long hair kind of pulled back in, in a little bit of a, a, of a ponytail right now with uh, a single scar that you see that runs down his from uh, about his cheekbone down past his chin down his neck a little bit um, wearing heavy armor and very much confused and concerned <laughs> uh, next is going to be how um so Havel is like a 6'2", ridiculously well-dressed tiefling with uh, two horns that loop around onto the sides and then two very uh, long, prominent, almost like antelope-style horns coming up the top. Um, he has black hair, kind of uh, slick, 
back and pulled uh, behind him, just a little above uh, shoulder length. Um, he's, nice. I mean, admittedly, uh, he he looks like nobility, but he definitely is not acting like it. <laughs> um, he also has uh, two very um, obvious things is that he has a necklace with a um, five-sided like pendant or coin um, on it and then matching earrings to go with. Um, and he's currently pointing a rapier at all of you. Still very untrusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Edward, you're next. All right, um, Edward is a young man um, looking wood elf. Uh, he doesn't look young, but he doesn't look old by any means. Uh, and he is just above average height. He has um, very well-kept hair um, that is kind of pushed back in kind of a floomph. Um, he has very kind, welcoming green eyes. Um, and he's rather handsome. He has very dark, um, a very dark shadow of a beard um and it's it's just barely poking out though in very dark hair he has very dark hair um and he has this deep purple vest with um it's almost a burgundy with beautiful golden like a beautiful golden pattern that's rather um like nature inspired like plant-like and then he has um golden cord um, going around the, the the little hem of the vest with big baggy white sleeves and then form-fitting dark green pants um, with uh, kind of tall form-fitting dark brown leather boots. Um, he definitely looks like he has money, um, but he also looks very kind at first sight. Nice. Uh, Melora, you're next. I, uh, Melora is a uh, wood elf with fair skin and freckles all across her face. Um, her hair is a bright red and it's, it's out but there are um, certain braids going on back with flowers and other kind of um, leaves or plants weaved into it. And she wears um, dark green with a like leather uh, brown vest with a pocket that um, actually currently you might see a little red squirrel kind of poking out. Um, and she wears boots that, um, pretty good quality, but are worn, obviously. And she wears a, um, quiver on her back that's actually very nice compared to the rest of her, uh, get-up. Um, and a bow as well. Very nice. And finally, Tarak. Uh, Tarak is almost seven feet tall. He's probably where somewhere around between, uh, 6'9 to 6'11, somewhere around there. Um... He's really big, but it isn't muscle. It's actually a bit more. He's kind of just overweight, honestly. <laughs> um, there's muscle underneath, but it isn't super prevalent. Uh, his most notable feature is uh, he has a massive uh, scar that uh, covers the um, his face uh, from the left side of his cheek up to around his ear that looks almost like an acid scar. Um, so you can see his teeth through it. Um, he seems... Not aggressive, but the scar doesn't help to that. Uh, and when he sees the rest of you unhood yourselves, you immediately hear a kind of like quick intake of breath, just a real quick like, 
And then him almost chuckle to himself. Man, you all had really awesome descriptions. I feel lame. (laughs) 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 Oh, no, no. Renaya is the loveliest of us all. We all know. I don't know. Havel has a pretty good contender on (laughs) 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 this. It is interesting. Ooh, I'm... Uh, I was just going to say, it is interesting to see an orc all the way over here. You think I'm interesting? It's pretty much a walking storybook with you three. Well, that, that's actually <laughs> qu- quite fair. My people live very far away. That's an understatement. I mean, how common is it to find a Vishgruvogal, a Hokurlul Gijakishi, and a Drok all in the same place? A what? <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, I don't speak uh, gargling. <sighs> Sorry, I sometimes forget. Um, he uh, does that sometimes. Do- uh, an autumn daughter, accompanied by an iron elf, and you, a <laughs> demon. Why, thank you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, do you think we could get out of the middle of the road? I kind of, um, there's a lot of people here. I would rather be somewhere a little more quiet, if that's alright with everyone. Yes. yes. You guys yes, are actually please. in that back no. alley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. alright. Yeah, right. you're, you're not being trampled by people quite yet. Great. Yeah. I would appreciate it. Indeed as well. Um, what you say you're willing to help us find okay. Samuel? Aye, if there's a child involved, I... I feel like we probably deserve a little bit more of an explanation, don't you think? I agree. I mean, yes, that's okay. fair. You can ask anything. Considering that your appearance has completely changed, and I point Me- towards Edward. Oh, hi, yes. I can do some special things. It's magic and probably one of the I most basic like forms. Don't, lift my eyebrows. don't, don't, don't. Anyways. Oh, please. Like, you can do any magic. I mage hand, and I'm like, you're not the only one that's special, buddy. <laughs> Whoa. I, I, I cast. I also, as well. I also cast mage hand, and I'm like, and I wave my mage hand at him. <laughs> I, I make a minor <laughs> illusion of a mage hand. <laughs> <laughs> Edward is loving this. <laughs> He's so happy. Oh, By the way, I'm Cather. Oh, introductions. I am Tarak. I'm Melora. This is Ginger. She kind of pushed her head out. A so little cute. sleepy squirrel. Just oh like, my goodness. Kind of stick her head out mm. and just kind of like <laughs> nod and then go back down. You'll see more of her later, I'm sure, but she's very tired. She's adorable. Well, thank you very much. Oh. Well, I, I'm Edward, I suppose. I'm Edward. Renaya. And fellows, if that means anything to you. Uh, I'm sure it means something to you. Uh, that it does, and everyone else here. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, whoever's next. <laughs> uh, you? And I point towards Renaya. <laughs> um, it's Renaya. Uh. Well, it's lovely to meet you. Um, that's quite a bonny name you got there. So, uh, do you have a plan? What exactly did we have to do with what you were doing before? Um. Um. Well, we actually have no leads. You are the closest thing that we had to something that might actually apply oh. to what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't suppose that you have any way to track a witch. I actually... Uh, you are not a actually, daughter. Actually, course, I, I, I think I might have at least the resource I could get us close. 
Uh, of course, the demon child. Oh, so don't call me a demon child. My name is Havel. I do have a name, jeez. Uh, DM question. Yeah. Would, um, I mean, Melora has a lot of experience in tracking. I mean, I do not specialize in uh, Fae, however, but would I perhaps have uh, heard stories or anything from my mother <laughs> about uh, witches? Um, Finally, heard... someone who's educated here. <laughs> you, you, you've heard a couple um, of different stories of witches, specifically with similar stories, you know, stealing children and luring kids with mimicking cries and, you know, sounding like animals before taking them to be eaten or sacrificed or whatever they're nice. going to be used for. Right. Um, so uh, this is very much like the stuff out of what your mother would tell you to make you be quiet. To make me be quiet and not wander around at night. Exactly. Um, so in these stories, um, do you think I ever heard about how you could find a child once it's been taken? Or was that part kind of left out so that I did not that was, it? That was usually left out. Yeah. Do you have a? Right. Do you have anything that ties, that's tied to the child, fabric, a memento? I don't know a comb. Renaya, anything? Hmm. Well, well, I suppose I have this. I pull out the card and I say, "This seems to go." Oh, I guess there's some context involved. I. I went down to a shop, saw a pretty girl, and then later went back, and then Renaya, she slammed into me and then punched me in the face, and then there was this toad. I'm trying to say, this place that I went, this girl gave me this thing that seems to go brighter wherever she is, and we're pretty sure that that girl was the witch. So, whenever this grows, glows brighter, we're assuming we're getting closer to the witch. Does that make sense? Was I clear? I, when is the last time you went to the shop? Um, like yesterday, I believe. Well, why don't we go back to the shop? Yeah, that might be our first place to go. Let's go back to the shop. They might have returned. We could. It's kind of smart, actually. That's actually a very (laughs) wise point. (laughs) Beautiful. You guys uh, begin making your way back where you came, towards the entrance, and then past the gate. Um, And with you all together... Don't you dare. uh, Moving towards the shop... No. We're gonna, we're gonna end the first session. Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> first session down. Wow! What, you guys, what a, absolutely what a killed three and a half hours. Right, right, yeah. yeah. What a hey, we we got it. You guys are there. You got through the character descriptions. We did it. Okay? At least Check we're not the party box. that yeah. like hyper fixated on a door. For... <laughs> I hey. know. Hey, Renai hey, is having a hard time door, right now. Right? <laughs> There, there's oh a big gosh. old iron latch on it. Like, yeah. it's hard to get through. And it's a so big, thick door. Cool. Like, it's been three sessions. You know, it, it would need... And she's gotten nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love torturing you. Oh, man. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> At least we have more help now for when we actually face this witch question mark. Question mark, yeah. yeah. Right. Hopefully, if you guys yeah, ever make yeah, it there. Yeah, you know, who knows? It's less likely <laughs> just, she, we're never gonna We're never going to find this, this person. Awesome. It's 30 sessions in. We're level one. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, everybody who uh, stuck around and watched. Uh, sorry about the technical difficulties. We'll try and get those figured out. Thank you for sticking with us through them. Um, we're super excited to keep going and keep this story going. Um, so 
uh, please keep coming back. Um, you can find us on um, all of our social media links, the paperdungeon.com, the VODs will be on our YouTube channel, along with the podcast version of this, um, which you can find on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts, or if you just go to Podbean, that sends you to all the links and stuff like that. Um, so it works out really, really well. Um, yeah, definitely keep checking us out. Um, we'll be here every Monday at least, if not more so throughout the week. Um, but yeah, anything that you guys want to say now that you're done with the first section? I... That's what I, I I'm afraid. <laughs> um theoretically sometime within the next two months um we should be uh starting up uh some other either like a small like one shot thing i think we're planning Mm -hmm. on like one shot Mm -hmm. wednesdays or something like that or some other things along those lines i think i don't want to spoil anything too much but hannah and lydia might have something cool coming up later so keep an eye out yeah, definitely for stay tuned. Other cool stuff that we do. Exactly. Yeah, definitely stay tuned for what we end up releasing and stuff like that. We do have other content ideas in mind. Um, it's just getting everything figured out and set up and planned. So yeah, definitely stick around uh, to hear about when we're going to be starting those up. Definitely. I have something Anything to else? say. I have something to say. Go for it, Grant. We're planning on doing this stream for a very, very long time, and so this is the first stream, the first session of a potentially long, grand story. And I honestly can't wait personally to experience that story with all of these incredible role players in the awesome DM. Even though we had some rough technical things this session, I think we're going to look back and be very, very happy with it. So thank you everyone who's watching and all of the cast members for making this dream come true. 100%. Cool. Well, if we don't have uh, anything else to say, um, we're going to go ahead and sign off for tonight. Um, thanks for sticking around and Godspeed, Dungeoneers. Yes, he said it! Yes. He said it! Dungeoneers, yes! <laughs>Thank you for listening to the Paper Dungeon Podcast Edition. You can find additional content at thepaperdungeon.com, and be sure to catch The Paper Dungeon live Mondays at 7pm Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash thepaperdungeon. That's Mondays at 7pm Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash thepaperdungeon. Good luck and Godspeed. See you next time, Dungeoneers.